I think the Green Lantern show is HBO Max is HBO Max counter to the Mandalorian. Shutterstock music. Awesome confrontation with Dick and Slade. Fucking sack up, you know what I mean? Like Shutterstock music. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mark 24 of the Super Civil Servants Podcast. My name is Greg. And folks, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight, and it's just a dynamic duo. With me, as always, the dick to my Bruce. Wait, nice. Nice. that sounded different in my head. Right. So anyway, my co-host, Nathan, how you doing, buddy? Hardly holy, everybody. How we doing? <laughs> doing great, man. Doing great. Uh, just you and me tonight? You know, sometimes it just works out like that, but we're still going to get put out some pretty good product. So We're going to try. Yeah, yeah, we'll try. We'll have fun doing it, and that's the important part. There so, we go. Uh, got a couple things we want to talk about tonight. We're going to give some thoughts on the Green Lantern TV show that's coming soon. We're going yes. to give our thoughts on the new Watchmen TV series. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, update you on what we're thinking about Titans, uh, spoilers mm-hmm. for just about everything, and uh, you know what we liked, what we didn't like. And then we're going to go into Star Wars mode and talk about the Mandalorian trailer and Clone Wars Season 1. Yes. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get things going. Uh, I know Travis from Geek First, uh, Geek First Podcast mm-hmm. had messaged, messaged us the other day and wanted us to give the comments on what we thought about the Green Lantern television show news. So, Nathan, I'll start out with you, man. What do you feel about it? What do you know about it is what I will counter back to you. What do you mm. know of it? I don't know much. I know that it's supposed to have a pretty high budget. I don't know the number. Uh, I know that it's a Greg Berlanti show, which uh, he does a pretty good job with most of the superhero <laughs> properties that he's dealt with. It's going to be on HBO, which means that it's going to be pretty badass because just about everything they do is badass. Mm-hmm. And um, other than that, I, I don't really know a whole lot. I, I don't think there's a whole lot of information out there, but I haven't had a really long time to look at stuff either. So I'm kind of winging this one. Oh. Okay, well, uh, you are right. I've uh, it's Greg Berlanti. We know is helming it, and the the wording they use in it is very interesting because they use the Green Lantern logo, but they said a Green Lantern inspired series. What the hell does that mean? Right. Like, what, uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what that if that was just a strange wording or you know what do you mean inspired does that mean they're going to take like certain story arcs like like is it going to be like a uh, true detective to where like one season is like a story arc and then the next season could be completely different characters and a completely different thing you know what i'm saying or is or is it going to be like okay like well you know how the green lantern are space cops well this is going to be the orange siren and they're going to be you know what i mean like 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 space prison guards like you know what i mean like i don't i don't understand that wording you know like that, that's the only thing that gets yeah. me but I'm, I'm hoping it's just a just a dumb way to say like yeah we're doing a green lantern show because they showed the sim you know the logo for it and i've also yeah. heard i've also heard like you like you that it's gonna be a high budget and for some reason i want to say like around a hundred million dollars maybe 80 million in that general vicinity which means they're going to be able to pump at least $10 million well, into an episode. Well, let me ask you, is, is that a high price for a high budget for a television? Well, 
here's the, that's what I was going to count you with. Now, I think, now this is just my own grand speculation, but the Mandalorian, which we're going to talk about later, is getting ready to come out in two weeks. The word has mm-hmm. it is that they had a $100 million budget for eight episodes. That's all, that okay. is completely almost done. And the, the, like the, the word's gotten out before that. So I think... I think the Green Lantern show is HBO Max is HBO Max counter to the Mandalorian and to the Star Wars live action. Not in a not in a direct sense, but look at the Mandalorian. Like he's gonna be like a space cowboy going out there, you know, like space US Marshal. Well, we can in DC we can bring you literal space cops and we can bring you all of yeah. them and every one of them can be the craziest looking alien ever. And they've all got these badass rings, and they can make whatever pops into their mind. Like, that's a cool-ass concept. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Now, like I said, I don't think it's oh, a yeah. direct thing, but I don't think it's I don't think it's a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? That Green Lantern got moved from a, a film to HBO Max, which I think actually makes it let it breathe better. You can get more story in it and get a better explanation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, but I don't think it's a coincidence either that we're going with him, especially with the Mandalorian is going to be the flagship show for Disney Plus. Right. And, uh, well, and I actually gonna, wanted to ask you gonna, about that. Well, if it's going to be a hundred million dollars an episode, like if we stick it to, let's just say, like I said, I'm only using the Mandalorian framework because that's all we have to work with right now until we know more details. If it's going to be eight episodes like the Mandalorian, well, like that's fucking awesome because you can. You can put movie budgets into an hour-long episode. You know what I mean? Like you can make this look, right. you can make this look big screen worthy. Which, if you're doing a Green Lantern series, you had better put the right budget into it because you. Can't. I know people love it, and I'm sorry, you know, if you love it, but you cannot do that gaudy, god awful CW shit on HBO Max. Like people will laugh you the f out of there, especially when we're gonna have such high dollar yeah. content coming from, from not only Disney Plus. But CBS All Access with that Picard and Disney, you know, and uh, Star Trek Discovery and stuff. Like, look at that Picard trailer. Like, that looks like a Star Trek movie in series form. And you got these old guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have got. You can't yeah. make this look CW. You cannot make it look janky. It has got to be. It's got to be like you could watch every episode on the big screen. You just get the luxury of watching it at home. I will say though, I do love me some DCCW. Right, like, and I'm not. I'm not I, I don't. I'm not I don't want to seem like it's a bad. Like it's a bad. But I get what you're saying. There's definitely yeah. a a lower quality because they have a smaller budget, exactly. and well, they got to stretch that across like 26 episodes. Exactly. So. It's not even so much the lower budget that kills them. It's that they got to stretch it out. They got to take a story that could be done in eight and ten episodes, but they got to stretch it out to 26 and put all this god awful filler in there. But you still got to make shit look cool. You know what I'm saying? Like for like a Supergirl, like oh, yeah. she's she's fucking Supergirl. She's got to fly. She's got to be fast. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she got to shoot heat vision mm-hmm. and shit. Like, like she's got to look cool. But when you're stretching out shit over time, you don't get to put the budget into making her look fucking cool. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I, I just wonder with the C- DCCW stuff. Do you th- would you rather have them do like ten episodes a year or the first season and just have better graphics and quality not that i, I think, think they're that really that bad but they could do so much more i think with every model. model i think every tv like a series like that i think every single thing should go to the 10 to 13 episode model yeah because i feel like uh any, anything well i feel like anything that's like above 20 episodes per season is more like a sitcom style it's uh, they get so much bullshit season. filler is what kills it yeah oh yeah 
Oh, I forgot what I wanted to. Oh, yeah. So I have a theory about the Green Lantern TV show because they haven't named it Green Lantern TV show. Like you said, it's a it's a it's a TV series based on a Green Lantern or based on Green Lantern. Sure. So I'm wondering if they don't have, you know, a particular character. They don't have a Hal. They don't have a John Stewart. They don't have a Kyle Rayner or a Guy Gardner or anything like that. Let's be real. It's going to be Jessica Cruz. It's 2019 <laughs> outside. It's and possible. she's been, and she has caught fire like nobody like she's a great ass character and like that is fucking oh, yeah. fire yeah. like a rocket ship. It will be Jessica Cruz. But take well, see, my now, theory is now. that I don't think okay that, that that's a good theory. I don't think they're gonna have any of the major players in there though. I think this is gonna be more of a Green Lantern core movie where you're mm-hmm. going to learn about the Green Lantern Corps. You're going to see other people, you know, Kilowog and all them go on adventures, uh, Tomare, stuff like that. Uh, that gives even, even more credence. Something like that. That gives even more credence. It's going to well, be Jessica Cruz because she's going to be the rookie, and she's going to need to go along with the pros. So I, I think I think we're talking the same thing, actually. Like, we're not going to see – we're not going to stick with Hal Jordan every week. It's going to be these lesser-known characters showing Jessica Cruz the ropes. Right. And I think the reason why they're going to do that is because I I do think they still want to do a Green Lantern on big screen. I think anything you do on the big screen, they're not going to be able to put in the television show. You you don't want a Kyle Rayner on the television show and in the movies, you know, even though well, there are a lot of Lanterns to pick from. But, you, well, I want that, but they're not going to do that. Absolutely. Well, if they, like I said, the only framework that I have to use right now is CBS All Access and Disney+. Plus. But if anything, with the Star Trek Discovery, with that Picard trailer, and with what the Mandalorian looks like, and what we know, what we know Marvel is doing with the MCU, and yes, DC is not copying and following that model, but let's just say, let's just say this Green Lantern series, let's just say it does focus on Jessica Cruz, and she's a rookie, but from season, like from episode one, we're like, damn, you know, like we're getting to know her, but by episode eight, let's say they only put it, you know, eight episodes, let's or ten, by episode ten. Like, she's a fully-fledged, you know, fleshed-out Green Lantern. And, like, we're like, hell yeah, we can't wait for season two. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, let's just say she gets that popular and it's on there. And they go, well, we want to see Jessica Cruz interact with Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. And, like, everybody's used to, yeah. you know, the MCU's getting people used to this with the with Star Wars and, and Marvel. So why can't we do it, too? Because we get this immensely popular character. Now, that's all yeah. based on if this blows up and they do it right. You know what I'm saying? Let's not put the cart before the horse. But I could totally see a scenario like that. You know what I'm saying? Where they're like, they're like, why wouldn't we take this immensely popular character? We're putting, we're putting movie budget money into it anyway. And you know, people are subscribing. Like I, I absolutely see a world where they start doing it too for the right character and the right characters that take off. Yeah. You know, I want, I want to preface it by saying that if this is just a mild mannered hit, they're not going to do that. But if this is a smash hit and it's it's like the Game of Thrones for them, you know, let's just say for better lack of better word, you know what I'm saying? Like this is this is their show that like people are coming in and going, You gotta fucking get HBO Max for this series. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. that it, it I think that's what it all depends on. You know what I would like ideally and like it kind of goes to the theory I was saying is I'd like for them to focus on other characters. Like I would love to see uh, some episodes or a show like focused on somebody like Tomare. Because because Kill gotta, hell yeah. You gotta think about it. Like they could use that to segue into other shows and they could open up other shows on mm. HBO. Like if you imagine if you had a Tomar Ray, then mm. you could segue that into a crypto Kryptonian show or Superman or something like that, because you know he was this protector sure. of the sector that Kry- uh, Krypton was in. 
Mm-hmm. So you could do something like that, or um, yeah, I mean, you, you could go all different kinds of directions. Like, well, what's that, also- what's the Green Lantern that comes from a world where there's a red sun? So he's got the powers of fucking Superman and a Green Lantern ring to boot. Yeah, like he was a cool ass character I read about not too long ago. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I, I would just love to see that man. Like, uh, not initially focused on one of the big guys we got now because, or one of the main sure. lanterns you see in comics. I'd like to see a movie that's hey, just about the core. If know? they give me an episode about Mogo, dude, I will blow my shit. I don't know what that episode looks like. I don't know how you do it, but I will fucking be so tickled to death. I'll be able to die a happy man. If I get to see a live-action yeah. Mogo, like, F some shit up. Like, not just be a planet where people yeah. land on him. Like, Mogo actually Mogo out and use his ring. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is uh, this is not the only show Berlanti's doing. It's a DC property for HBO. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, they're also, he's also doing Strange Adventures. Mm-hmm. You hear about that? Which is they're going to be Adam doing Strange. Adam Strange. Which, so, uh, maybe they're creating a connected okay. universe on HBO. Okay, but you got Berlanti's also the executive producer on Titans, and Titans doesn't cross over with CW. He's done true. Be, Berlanti he, also does CCW stuff. That's what I'm saying. Right? And then those shows don't cross over. Like this will be the 23rd series that like these two together will be like the 23rd series that Berlanti is the executive producer of. Like that's getting crazy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That is pretty crazy. I mean, he he does a good job. Like wh- sure. why mess with it? You know? So, sure. what, what, don't don't mess with the soup if it tastes good. Well, he he also does. It's not just all the CW. Like we know him for the superhero stuff, but he also does Riverdale, which people know about. But he's, I can't yeah. remember what it is. But he's got some like, like a comedy he does some shows. Football show, I think. He's got some other like little projects too that are mildly popular. You know what I'm saying? It's, like his his bread and yeah. butter is definitely DCCW. I think you know what I mean. But but you know he's he's got a lot oh, yeah. of a lot of irons in the fire. All right, so I'm going to ask you the big question. Okay. If it is a Green Lantern, like like straight up Green Lantern show, and you're going to mm-hmm. see, uh, is it animated suits or practical suits? I think it's a uh, it's an Iron Man situation where it's half practical, half animated, and filled in the parts that need to be filled in will be filled in. Like I think uh, that makes the most sense. Like from and not so much like these later Iron Man movies, but like from the first two Iron Man, like the first three Iron Man when to- when a uh, Robert Downey Jr. would wear a lot of a suit, and then they would fill it in with the rest of the weight with stuff, so that way you had that practical look. You know what I mean? Before they just yeah. had the straight-up digital copies of him where he barely had to wear anything and just be in a mocap suit. And they're like, oh, no, don't worry about it. We'll just recreate every bit of digital. You're cool. You're cool. Okay. I mean, like you said, they're, they're going to have almost a movie budget for a lot of these shows, so they, they'll probably be able to do something Well, depending like that, on I mean, the episode count, too, because like if they come out and they're like, we're going to do 15 episodes, but we're only giving it 70000 or $70 million. Like, yes, we think that's a lot, but like it is a lot, but if you're doing a fucking Green Lantern series, and you're going to do 15 episodes on $70 million, uh, I'm not sure how that's going to look unless you spend a lot of time on Earth. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Oh yeah, I love how you said that in your George Lucas voice too. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, uh, I'm excited for it because Green Lantern's a great. He's one of my favorite characters to read about. Absolutely, uh, it, it, it's it's gonna be great. I mean, I, I they, they try. Start... He's got goodwill. Like I, 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 especially with like he he's given us Titans. Like he's executive producer on there. Like he doesn't when he gets when they give him the leash. To do stuff that isn't like CW is teen drama. I don't, I'm sorry. Like if you guys love it, that's fine. You can love it, but let, let's fucking call it what it is. The network is for you know 14, 15 year old girls 
that love the drama and, and you know and teenage boys too but you guys know what i'm saying that's why there's always a love triangle and there's always like that is what the cw is for but like with titans like he proves that he can do other things and he's got other iron like he's he's multifaceted and i think if they give him the reins where they like hey you know do us a green lantern like because he he has he understands characters i will give that man that he knows the core of characters he knows who these characters are and he knows how to bring them to the screen you know Travis T Bone Hines is gonna block you for that, right? <laughs> I, <laughs> that said, I know. <laughs> I know, guys. I know it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But let's call fucking spade yeah. a spade. You know what I'm saying? Like let's. Well, let's I hear we're, you. We're, we're not hiding shit here. We know what it is. You know what I'm saying? See, the, like, the CW all, shows are river. The CW shows are Riverdale, just disguised in superhero shit. Like let's not get it twisted. Don't look at Riverdale like. Oh, fuck. Come on, the fucking Supergirl and the Flash and shit is that too. You just got it wrapped in a superhero show. Like, let's not be stupid. Like, let's call it what it is. And that's fine. Like it. Yeah. I don't fucking care. Like it. I love fucking Arrow <laughs> forever. You know what I'm saying? But I just stopped watching it. I'm going to watch this crossover. Yeah. I'm pumped for the crossover. But that's all I'm watching. I'm not going oh, to catch yeah. up on seasons back. I will watch the crossover and hopefully it acts like it did last year as like a you can watch it as a standalone miniseries because that is the smartest and best way to do it. Because I can watch last year's crossover just like that, and Crisis on or what is yeah. Crisis on Earth X. That one's the perfect example. That is a complete fucking miniseries yeah. that you can watch, and it is awesome. Yeah, it kind of is because whenever the shows go back to their shows, they don't usually mention really anything about what happened there, and there's not a whole lot leading up in the actual shows to that that event. Well, so. you remember, you remember Invasion. Like, you felt like, oh, this is the Supergirl episode. Oh, this is the Flash episode. Oh, this is the Arrow episode. Right. You know, oh, this is the Legend of... The, the Crisis on Earth-X just felt like a mini-event with all these characters. It didn't feel like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going from episode to episode to episode. It just felt like this is happening to these characters in a stream of conscious. Like, we're doing a story with these characters. Yeah. And, and, and I very, think, very I hope, hopefully, hopefully that's what this one's like, too, that you can just watch it alone and be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 10 years from now, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to watch the Crisis movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, where you can just pop in and up yeah, from iTunes really or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I can do that with Crisis on Earth X now, and that's been how many years old? Like, I feel like I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch Crisis on Earth X, you know, the little mini movie. And that's what it, that's what it felt like to me. That's a very good point, man. It's crazy because, like, I'm just thinking about it now. It makes me want to go back and watch Crisis on Earth X. Right? <laughs> like, that was a great just, little, just a, like, miniseries. Yeah. You got, you got four hours to spare? Do it. <laughs> well, <You> know? <laughs> without the commercials, though, if you buy it on iTunes, like, it's really only, like, a two-hour movie. Like, two and a half, like, two hours and 20 minutes or something. It's like a movie time. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's more you can watch it like yeah, a movie. That makes sense. Yeah. Very, very you know, there's no commercials and all that shit in there. You can... I think it's like two and a, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but it's like a damn near a movie. You know what I'm saying? You can just sit down and watch it as a film. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that squirrel got away. Let's <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, I, I'm the one who brought it up about the DC CW stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So what about anything else about Green Lantern, the, the TV series? Because like, as far as I said, as far as hey. I know, it's not much out. I know like, that I was online earlier and I read that there was one article that came out six hours ago that said that just because they're having a Green Lantern on television, it's not ruling out Green Lantern on the big screen. And there was another one that came out five hours ago, right after that, that said that now that there's a Green Lantern on TV screen, there's not going to be one on um, the, the big screen. Of course, it was one of them was We Got This Covered and the other <laughs> something else. So I know it's that's really just somebody typing whatever they're feeling at the moment. There's no factual information mm-hmm. that goes into those Absolutely. articles. Absolutely. 
but but I haven't had the time to really look into it a lot, and I don't think there's a lot of information out there about it anyway. We got this covered is the fucking clickbait form of exactly what the fuck we do. <laughs> Sit around and give opinions on shit, and they just put it yeah. out there like, breaking news, we know shit. We, we at least frame shit as, this is just our opinion on stuff. They put it as, right. this is fact, okay, that's motherfucker. The yep. That's the difference, is we don't put ours out there as fact. We let you know this is what we think. Not this is what we, we know, think. So. This is just us shooting the shit on a topic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, okay, man. Well, uh, Travis, man, uh, I know we spoke with you about it the other day. Uh, and oh, oh, we'll talk oh, oh, wait, about it again. wait. What, what, I would, what I would like to see, honestly, is I honestly do I do want it to be Jessica Cruz because she is a fascinating character and she is a breakout character and yeah. she could be good. But I also want to see her mentored by either Hal Jordan. And if we can't have Hal Jordan, if we're saving him for the movies or whatever, give me Jon Stewart. I love both those lanterns equally. Like, I, I, if I had my ideal series, it would be John Stewart and uh, Hal Jordan, a buddy cop. You know what I'm saying? That's my ideal series. But I think they're going to want to bring it in. Jessica's young in the comics. You know what I'm saying? If she's a female. She's also like dealing with. She's not just in, inherently brave and coming over fear, but she has the ability to overcome fear. You know what I'm saying? I think that could right. speak to oh, a lot of people. Yeah. So if you're yeah. going to do it, I think she's a prime candidate for. The time that we live in, and especially with all these Gen X kids that come up that hyperventilate over a fucking leaf blown by him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think she could really speak to yeah. them to maybe help kids learn to fucking sack up. You know what I mean? Like, you, you it's okay to be afraid, but the ability to, to be able to deal with that fear and overcome it is what really makes you who you are. It's not that you're scared of your own fucking shadow all the time or you're anxious about everything. It's that you know that you are, but you have the ability to fucking overcome it and do what needs to be done and be yourself. And I think she's a prime candidate to show people that. But I it also sounds want to see like her mentioned. That. Huh? Good. Uh, no, was, good. I was going to say, I just also want to see her mentored by one of the greatest ring slingers in the fucking galaxy, whichever one it is. I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but I, I was like, going to say, it's funny that that. The quote you just had, it sounds like a, a quote from that great Green Lantern movie that came out a few years ago that I will defend, you know, until I die, because uh, I love that Travis movie. Snail, look but, what you've done. Look what you've I know, done. I know. <laughs> but I, I said I wasn't going wasn't gonna to argue about that movie tonight, debate about the movie tonight, but I do mm-hmm. love that movie. So um, mm-hmm. I don't mind the totally animated suit, but I would like a practical suit. You know, in the future. Oh, yeah, I, I want it to be a mixture. I want it to be a practical suit, but I want it to be enhanced by CGI, which is, I think, how how things should be done. We have, we have that technology and that ability. Let's let's do that together. Let's make a great marriage of that. Because I, to me personally, that's what looks the best. I don't want fully CGI. And we've we've evolved and progressed where we don't have to have fully practical. Well, you know what I mean. We can enhance practical yeah. different than we did back in the day. So let's let's marry these technologies and let's make it just look gorgeous, like uh, you know the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Because if you guys haven't seen that glory, you need to see it. And it looks like that's oh, yeah. what the Mandalorian's doing too, which I know we're gonna get to. I keep skipping to it, but that's just fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. We just no, watched it before we started. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah, we're definitely gonna get to it now. It's it's on my Star. We we've been on a Star Wars kick for the last little while too. Well, so. I mean, they they got so much kind of like the end of the Skywalker saga and this man. Like it's all hitting right here at once. Yeah, and they got Foggy now too. Mm-hmm. Foggy yeah. now yeah. too. Uh, they got the Foggy maybe. dog. Yeah. Oh, they got uh, him. <laughs> all right. All right, well, cool. We'll uh, we'll end up we'll end it with that. Then we'll go ahead to the next topic. Uh, that was our Green Lantern spark. Uh, let's talk about uh, the Watchmen, HBO's Watchmen TV series. Yes, I have only watched the first episode. I know it comes out every Sunday, so I know uh, there's second episode out and third one comes out this Sunday, and I haven't had the opportunity to watch the second episode yet. Uh, but man, 
this show blew me away because I haven't seen a show like this where I've started watching it and felt so uncomfortable mm-hmm. watching it. Because if you haven't seen it yet, the beginning of the, I mean, well, the whole show is like that, but the beginning of the first that episode opening is, is fucking brutal. It is, man. It is, it is so uncomfortable brutal. to watch. It's uh, it's not uncomfortable. It's fucking wrong. And that, like, yeah, exactly. As, fa- yeah. as far as I know, as far as I know, like that's a real little piece of history that nobody likes to fucking talk about. I don't know if it was exactly as brutal as depicted, but everything that I've heard, maybe the man's wrong. I haven't looked it up, but I've heard that, that that's a pretty goddamn realistic piece of history of, the, of something that, that that did happen, or you know what I'm saying? Like, and that yeah. is well, well, I don't fucking think that... terrifying. Yeah, I don't no, think no, no, that no. specific event happened, but I, but I think stuff no. like that definitely there, happened. There was something I want to say in like that time in 1921 that there was a real like I think there was a specific reason they used that as a as a as a point to jump off because I I want to say maybe I'm wrong, but I want to say I saw two or three articles which I didn't click on them. Like I said, maybe maybe I'm completely pulling this out of my ass. Maybe I was looking at we got this covered and somebody was making it up. I don't know, but like I swear I seen a couple articles where they were like you know like. This is, you know, shine a light on something that nobody likes to talk about or nobody remembers or what. I, I don't fucking know. Like I said, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was yeah. inspired by an event, you know, an event that happened that was similar. But either way, like, Jesus, that was fucking brutal. Jesus. It was. God, I felt so And just bad. so everybody knows Ugh. what we're talking about. Just so everybody knows what we're talking about. This is full out spoilers. So that's what we do sure. here. Uh, sure. It's, it's basically the, the first episode starts out where it's a predominantly black community. Right. And I, I maybe completely, I'm not sure that's being uh, lynched and being raided and destroyed by white supremacists. Yeah, fucking like, and they don't fire back. and fucking, yeah, like Jesus. dropping bombs from planes, you know, killing kids. I mean, you see kids walking well, no, around okay, with dead see, kids in like, their hands. I like, I don't think that part was real, like with the bombings, but I think like the, I think there was like a riot or something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, sure. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like there, I think there was like a real mass event, like where was it now? Obviously, you know, this is the why, like, I don't think it was the plane and shit, but there was, like, a real, something was significant in that time over, like, some sh- some shit happened. But, no, it, like you said, it is brutal seeing dead, like, oh, God, that picture, like, that dead baby that holding up, like, that one, like, uh-huh. that, that turned my stomach. You know what I'm saying? That turned my stomach. Yeah. And I know that's what it was meant to do, but, like, I don't want to see dead babies to anybody, you know what I'm saying? Oh, God, you want to talk about my biggest fear in life? Like, holy shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, it, it, like I said, it made me really uncomfortable, man. Almost to the point where I've watched the first episode. I don't know if I'll ever go back and watch that episode again, or at least right. that part, just because it, it's it's brutal, man. It really, and I, once again, I know this kind of stuff pr- happened before. It doesn't mean I want to see it. It doesn't, mean I, it doesn't mean I can don't it. Like, it, it's just, it's it's horrible, horrible no. to watch. But, no. you know, with this show, it, it's really crazy because, yeah. uh, like I was telling you the other day, when I watch it, you know, I, I've never read the the Watchmen uh, or novel that the movie's mm-hmm. based off of, but this show really doesn't have anything to do with that movie other than a name it's and a few the slight it's, things. It's based here. off the novel. It's based yeah, just, off the events of the novel. Yeah, and it's just a few slight things here and there. Like you see, you know, the squid references. You see a bloody smiley face in a couple places. You actually see everybody that was in the movie in like a flashback movie clip. There, somebody watching on television. But other than that, it really doesn't have a lot to do with the Watchmen movie, the Zack Snyder movie, or like I said, I haven't uh, it has book, nothing so I to do with the movie. Yeah. Although, although it does at the same time, because Zach was very faithful, except for the ending. In in the book, it was like right. the giant squid, which we see in that first episode. Like it rained fucking squid babies for some reason. I don't know, 
but like those in the in the in the book it's like a giant squid comes and that's what pulls the world together from the cold war and but in Zack Snyder was like, man, I can't put a fucking giant squid on screen. You know what I'm already doing this crazy shit. Let's make it that they re, they you know that that he fucking Aldrin makes his fucking powers, you know, to make it look like Doctor Manhattan did it, and that's what exiles him. So like it was right. so like, but other than that, Zack's movie is pretty fucking faithful to the book until you get to yeah. that part where he changed that around. And there's yes, there are other differences, but I mean, the the rest of it's pretty much there. From my understanding, because I'm like you and I haven't read the book, I've seen pages here and there, excerpts on it, you know, fucking quotes, but I haven't actually read it. In which I know, guys, I know it's a crime. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm right there. I, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, you know what's funny is uh, you were talking about the giant squid, and I know that there's the scene in this uh, first episode where the the squids fall from the sky, but yeah, it's funny like because when that babies. happens, it's like an alarm goes off and everybody stops what they're doing. The squids fall. And then the alarm stops, and then Wolf. so it's almost like it's something they expect, and they know it's coming. It is, and it's like a tornado warning, so they they let the siren off. I found that to be pretty interesting. Well, here's uh, my here's my fucking question: is we see that little flash of uh, Manhattan is clearly on Mars, building castles and destroying them, and all with just his fucking mind. Uh, so is he making it rain, Squid Babies, or did after they killed the squid like somehow it's squid semen got in the air and makes it rain like i don't get it like and i'm hoping yeah i'm hoping that eventually they give answers but i don't i'm so fucking baffled by it and like can we talk about like okay i know i know watchmen has always been a commentary on the time like when that book came out like it was a commentary on the cold war and shit you know mm -hmm. and like and I know whether whether you want to believe it or not, but like the way ever the fucking media goes, shit, like they're projected. There's this huge race war brewing or whatever. And maybe there are, and no, not maybe. There are some definite, absolute fucking jackoffs who fucking think that, and them motherfuckers need to be put down because that's ridiculous. But like, why why is the Rorschach mask used for a white supremacy group? Like, I do not fucking get that. And I know, like I said, they're trying to make a commentary on the time, but like, what? To, what the fuck do they see that I don't? You know what I'm saying? Because like that, the, I I can't I can't make the connection. You know what I'm saying? Like why would the yeah. Rorschach mask become a thing of white supremacy? Like because that 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 wasn't Rorschach as far as I know. Like and I get that people can adopt things because well, you got you got anonymous that after V for Vendetta came out, they adopted the mask from V for Vendetta. You know, anonymous that'll come in and like they use the dark web to. You know, if you think you're all high and mighty, they'll come in and be like, no, bitch, I can get you too. But, yeah. like, I, I, so I get shitty being appropriated, but, like, I just was like, that's a fucking odd choice to go with, in my opinion. It was, and, and I hope that in the future, maybe that's fleshed out a little bit. They don't just leave that in the sure. air why, why it's like sure. that. I can't remember who I was talking to the other day was talking about how uh, it's a possibility that. They had found that the the Seventh Cavalry was what they call themselves. Yes. This one is white supremacists. Yes. That they have found like a journal of Warshaks. And... Well, yeah, just like in the Snyder movie, he drops it. He drops yeah. it off with the fucking news thing. But there ain't nothing in there talking about he needs to purify the fucking earth and you know what I'm saying. White is right or whatever dumb fucking racist shit. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, what I was gonna say was I, I can't remember who to who was talking about this this about the other day, but they were talking about how. That they had had that journal, and maybe like they grabbed this journal and read it and interpreted it the way they wanted to, 
almost like some people do with religion, how, okay. why there's different versions of the Bible, there's different versions of Christianity, because people are taking this how they interpret it, and right. maybe they interpret it as white supremacy. Uh, I'm not sure, but that's a possibility, that's, I suppose. That's an interesting theory, and it is absolutely a possibility, because it's only two episodes in, and they've got an, ep- they got mm-hmm. an order of ten, so... Obviously, they're not going to give us everything in the beginning, but fuck, they came out just slapping your face with all these questions. You know what I'm saying? And like, oh, yeah. like what the fuck? I, I don't like. I still don't really know what I watch, and I still don't really know how I feel about the series. Like, I mean, like, if I'm being truthful, like, I wanted to love this series as soon as it came out. Like, it's the day with day one, I wanted to be like, fucking Watchmen, yes. But like, I watched it, and I was like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like, I'm going to watch next week. And my wife was the same way. Like, we watched it. She kind of looked at me, and she's like, she's like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, she she goes, it wasn't bad. And I said, I told her, I said, no, it wasn't bad. I go, I don't know how I feel. I said, but we're, we're in for next week. And, right. then, like, we watched the second episode, and we had a long day that day, admittedly, but I, and I was exhausted, and I fell asleep halfway through it. So I don't know if that says anything about my level of engagement or if I was just that exhausted. But... You know, you know what I mean. So I've seen half of the second oh, yeah. episode, which I'll rewatch oh, yeah. before well, the third I, one. But well, see, I felt the same kind of way. It was a situation of where I, I it was a good show, but it wasn't like like Titans or Clone Wars or something like that. Where I watched, and I was sure. like, I've got to watch the next episode. I've got to see what happens next. Like I was like, okay, next episode comes out next week. I'll watch it. I'm kind of at the point with it where right now, where if it doesn't like really catch my attention after like three episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just going to watch it whenever I get the chance, which sucks because I really, really like the movie. Really enjoy the movie, but this is nothing like the movie at all. Like, it's just a uh, completely different kind of story. You know? Well, they, they uh, did still come out. Well, they came out and said that it wasn't going to be anything like the movie. You know what I'm saying? They already said that a long time ago that it wasn't going to follow the movie. But like I said, whether yeah. people want to admit it or not, Zach was pretty goddamn faithful to the you know, book to screen adaptation until he changed like the Manhattan. You know, the you know, swapped out the squid for Manhattan. Yeah. Do you think we're gonna get any references to anybody in the in the movie? What do you mean, Doctor Manhattan? Like, you, are are we gonna hear anything about Doctor Manhattan? I mean, we've already heard well, about Warshak. We'll like, if, I think you we'll think we'll see him? I, I think we will, dude. They did. They they tease him and like a, the little part there. Remember, there's they're they're building up to him, and there it, there was a trailer. I don't know, six months ago or so, where, uh, like, there was one little quick flash of, like, a, all you saw was, like, a, a leg, and, like, like you could tell somebody was in a suit, and they had a blue glowing hand. And I'm like, yeah, come on, you don't you don't show that unless Manhattan's going to show up for something. Yeah. Because if they if they, if they they do that as a misdirect, and it's, it's not Manhattan, and it's, you know, you know, Johnny Lightbulb, but he just happens to be blue. People are like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, one thing I really liked about this is uh, it, it's kind of like um, Umbrella Academy, where it's set in a time, and it's they, they are obviously advanced, and they have technology, and they're modern, but it's mm-hmm. different than our world. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's still certain things you see, like in Umbrella pages. Academy, you never see a cell phone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like, little little things like that. Landlines and pagers. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And, and like, uh, Jeremy Irons. Yeah. But I keep, like, we, what? we're all in agreement he's Ozzy Mendez, right? Like, we, you we th- all you agree. Think so? he, we all agree he's Ozzy. Like, I do believe so. 
Okay, I didn't even think about that, but that's a really good possibility. Yeah. Huh. Because what year you said? Uh, what year was Watchmen set in? Cold War, so eighty. Eighties, yeah. Or eighty-three, anywhere between eighty-three and eighty-seven. I want, but I, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I want to say eighty-four for some reason. Maybe I'm way off, but I, I, it's right there. It's right there in that period. It's because everything we talk about in the eighties is based on nineteen eighty-four. Nineteen eighty-four was the best year of the eighties, hands down. The shit, man. Eighties was the shit, right? I came into the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, it don't get much better than that. Sorry, I, I wouldn't be here without the 80s. That's what I'm, that saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> no. saying. My mom and dad wouldn't have got freaky um, in the 80s. I wouldn't even be here. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, man, like I said, I, I've only watched episode one. Yeah. <laughs> Try to block that one out. Never Gross. want to think about your parents, you know? Um, Just cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched episode one. I'm probably going to watch episode two sometime this weekend and try to catch episode three by Sunday when it comes out. Sure. Once again, it's not a show that's totally hooked me, but I'm interested to see where they go in the future with it. Absolutely, and that's I'm I'm the same boat as you are. Like I'm not, like you said, that was the perfect analogy. Like when it ended, I wasn't like, oh my god, I need another episode. I was like, hmm, and maybe, and to their credit, you know, one last thing I'll say, to their credit, maybe that's what they want out of the series is for you to, for you to need that week to to mull it over, to chew it over. You know what I'm saying? To to get yourself in line. Maybe that's what they're going for, and it just hasn't hit me yet with it. It still could. You know what I mean? Especially if they, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, if we get to, like, the middle of the season and, like, they've gotten these stories and you get little reveals and I go, oh, shit, I kind of get where it's going. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I need more oh, yeah, pieces I'll say of the It could puzzle. definitely take off. I need more pieces mm-hmm. of the puzzle, and they also, they might also be intending us to, to go scratch our heads and go, I need to think about this. Mm-hmm. Playing a long game. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, like I said, definitely going to check it out. Uh, I would recommend watch it if you haven't seen it. Uh, give it a chance. See what you think. You may love it. Yeah, it'll definitely, hopefully, it'll le- at least pique your interest to want to wanna check it out. But it is brutal. There are some seriously serious brutal scenes. But, I mean, you know, there's like that in everywhere you go. Horror movies. Well, I mean, straight out of the gate. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, batting down the hatches because it is fucking brutal from the opening scene. I will say that mm-hmm. episode one. Like, that first, what, four or five minutes, like, ooh, that is some hard-to-watch brutal shit. And if you get any mm-hmm. kind of pleasure oh, or enjoyment out of that, I hate you, fuck you, you're not welcome to listen to this you know, this show. Like, you, you go away. Agreed. Agreed. Hey, did you notice, though, the boy, the little boy at the very beginning? Yeah. That's that's the guy in the wheelchair at, at he, the end. That's what he says, yeah. Yeah, well, apparently, it, it, apparently at the end of episode two, there was some kind of... Re- Reveal, like I said, mm-hmm. I fell asleep half, halfway through it, and I will be rewatching it. But from you know the the scuttlebutt online was, you know, there was some kind of some kind of little whoop de doo with him towards the end of episode two. So we may have more information. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know what that whoop de doo was. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see how he ties into the story because you know it starts the whole series out with him, and then the only way I knew it was him was because at the very end he has that note that his dad gave him in the beginning of the movie. Right. You know, right. So. And he seems kind of crazy, but I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, you know, it is funny because I, I know it was me and you that were talking about the other day. I'm sitting here talking. About, I don't know who I was talking about about the journal thing, but it was you <laughs> that we were that we were talking about. And uh, that was when you brought up the whole the fact of um, I, I don't know. You know, in this movie, the, the 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 I guess the main female character is a black lady with her with her black husband, but they have Sister four now. white adopted kids. Yeah, wait, what? The, okay, and their best All friends right. are white. 
All right, all right. Let's stop the presses real quick. Like, right. first of all, like, what the fuck? How are you gonna do that? And it's fine, like, you do that. Like, I believe, I believe this could happen. And like, if we're being real, like, come on, let's gather. You know, we're we're in the trust tree here. Like, if we're being real, like, yes, that does happen, but it's a fucking rarity. But like, how are we gonna do that and not explain that, or not even? Not even put a little word in there, because, like, you know, every single person was a taking it back whenever, like, you know, you see Yaya Abdul-Mateen, and you see uh, Reg- Regina, fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're together, and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. all right, you know, like, they're in love with shit. And then you see this little, little white girl coming in, like, mom, dad, and, you know, you know, everybody was like, screw what the, what the fuck, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And not, and not that they couldn't be adopted, but, like, and then another little white girl comes in, so then you're like... She like fucking around on him, you know what I'm saying, with some white guy, and it just happened to turn out two white kids. Or like, like we need some kind of explanation because that shit happens too. You know what I'm saying? Or, or are these, are these their best friends' kids that fucking died, and they're the godparents, and like you better believe them, or their kids? Right. Or like, we just need, you know what I'm saying? You're right because like that should have. I personally, I just like. I, it, 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 yes, and it wasn't a focal point of the episode, so it's not like we we drew on it and sat and dwelled on it. You know what I'm saying? They didn't linger on it. It was just a part of their story and a part of their life, which I get. But but like, we can't have like like a like an adoption plaque in the background. You, you know what I'm saying? Just something to give a little thing. You know what I'm saying? To where it's just not like right. what. And in episode two, they do give more context to it. I will say that I did know that from the beginning okay. of episode two. So I will give them that credit. They okay. just leave you, they just leave you scratching your head on that particular thread on that particular thread in episode one. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't care about, about the, the the race thing. The, the, no. the but I, I was I was talking to you before about the, and I know you don't need. I'm not implying you do. I'm, I'm just saying. Right. I know I was talking to you before about it. Where uh, do you think that maybe that has to do with like the 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 whole point of this? What it seems like is is race and race wars are a big. Not race wars. White oh, it's big being in this assholes. series. It's not yes, race yes. wars. White supremacy being assholes. Yes, um, absolutely. But but do you think that it's showing like basically there's the white supremacist and that's okay. who they've been at war with because they've been talking about being at war with them and the war's over and they we haven't seen them in two years and all well, of a sudden the seventh capital The war on back. cops. The war on cops. Really, but cops. they also they also are racist pricks. So like I guess they classify the way my interpretation is like. They do not like black people, but they consider cops to be in that same category of not like. So, like, a black person and a cop, there's the same thing to them. Like, the same amount of hate is what I'm interpreting. You, you know what I'm saying? Right, where, where, it's, where it's almost like, yeah, where it's almost like you're either a white supremacist or you're, yes. or you're anything else. Yes. And, and if you're, you're not a white supremacist. You're either with us or you're against us. Yeah, that's exactly. my inter- that was my interpretation. Like, they lump the cops in with their same amount of hate that they do the black person. You know, like, they would hang... You know, they'll hang a police officer the same they was hang. You know, that's my interpretation. Like you said, if they're not with us, they're right. against us. Mm-hmm. And that was why the way I was kind of looking at it as I think that maybe with having you know the 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 two main characters being being black characters and them having mm-hmm. white adopted kids, okay. that maybe that's showing the opposite end of the spectrum. Like this is what well, we were absolutely. with the white absolutely. supremacy, but now in the world since we defeated that. Race is not an issue, and this is what we what we live like. And I think that was the point of that. Well, but I'm not sure because I haven't gotten into it yet. So, well, I mean, they're hanging a lantern on, like there is like race shit going on. So I wouldn't say that like them getting the kids is like you know what I'm saying that like it was over or whatever. Like I, my interpretation is that, that this is 
been going on for some years, but I don't know exactly how it happened. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, mm-hmm. especially, because, like I said, the Watchmen book wasn't ever about, like, you know, like, you, you know what I'm saying? There wasn't any, oh, this far. Now, I haven't read it, but I've never heard anybody talk about or, nor have I seen articles or how it was about, like, white supremacy. Like, it's my always interpretation was, like, the Cold War, and, you know, like, we're going to nuke each other with fucking Russia and the Cuban Missile Crisis, you know, all within that fucking general time frame of, like, that kind of level of threat. It wasn't us fighting ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. is these douchebags are doing that shit to America. You know what I mean? Like, we're all fucking, we're all in this motherfucker together, guys. Like, this whole dumpster fire that is America right now, we all in this motherfucker together right now. It's up to us to work together to get out yeah. of it, guys. I don't give a fuck what color you are, what creed. I don't care what you got between your legs, what you don't got between your legs, what color you fuck black, white, yellow, fuck purple, pink. I don't give a shit. Like, we're all in this motherfucker together. We got to work together to get out of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, it's it's just a, it's a weird show. It's an interesting take, and it it, it can strange. be kind of rough to watch just because it does hit some oh, some, some no, pretty hard hitting topics, and it's got some it's pretty brutal. violent shit in it. So it's it's yeah. it's absolutely but, brutal. It's not. You're right. It is. It, but it's it's meant to hit you that way. I do believe. You know what I'm saying? Because you and I we hadn't even talked about it until tonight. But what you're what we were talking about, like that's exactly how I felt too. Like uncomfortable, and that's that, that they're doing mm-hmm. it to make you feel that way. You know what I mean? Like they. they they did their job because they wanted to highlight that and shit. Like it is meant to make you feel uncomfortable. And if you don't feel uncomfortable, I don't know if I want to talk to you. Or I don't, you know, I don't know if I want to, if I want to know you, if you didn't feel uncomfortable, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely the feeling that they're trying to give you. And, and, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm interested, I'm interested to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not totally hooked yet, but it could I'm be a pretty either. good show. I, I just it it needs more legs, you know. I, I need to find out more about the story and what's going on. Sure. Right now, it's kind of chaos in my mind, you know. Perfect, perfect way to perfect way to explain it is, is right now it's just chaos in my mind. And I like I said, I kind of think that's what they wanted the first episode to be, is so that you're thinking, yeah. like about all this shit. Like you're what gonna, you're going to come back and watch. Sure, sure. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. but. Uh, all right, man. Well, um, you got anything else to say about Watchmen? Uh, like I said, it's a new HBO show. I'd recommend if you haven't seen it, give the yes. first episode a chance. Uh, fair warning, or you know, warning you, it, it is rough. You know, we said it a couple times, but uh, that was what I, I was going to say. Gonna check give it, it a chance. Yeah, that would be chance. my only thing. Give it a chance and but, check it out for yourself. Don't take maybe maybe you see it and interpret it a totally different way than I do, and maybe you know what I'm saying. Maybe, and I'd love to hear it. Right, your maybe your perspective will shine a light on something that I didn't see in my or. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I maybe I'm missing the whole fucking point of the show, or I don't know. If like I said, if you're hooked and enthralled and couldn't wait for the second, like tell me what it, tell me what did hook you and like what made you go? I can't wait for episode two. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I I would love it, to see that unless you're a white supremacist and that's why you want to see yeah. episode two. And then, you know? Yeah, and then fuck you because you know <laughs> yeah, then, you can then die don't die. Right? Exactly. You can die that's in right. fire, motherfucker. But. All right, cool. Well, we'll go ahead and move on then, man. And let's go ahead and talk some Titans, which I love talking about <sighs> Titans because I love this show. I think it's the okay. best show on television right now. Well, it's not television, right. but it's the best TV show out right now that I'm watching. Well, so. Full disclosure, I have not seen tonight's episode, but like I've said before, I don't care about spoilers. But like I'm dying to see it. I just didn't get a chance because my in-laws came over and yada, 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 whatever. But I will be watching after we're done recording. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about last week's episode then, and then I'll give a few 
somewhat spoiler, but not not kind of non-spoilery things about this week's episode that I thought were really really cool because this week's episode is really good. You're oh, you're gonna enjoy good. it. It's a good, really good, really good, good episode. Uh, but last week's episode was good too because that was uh, you got to see the actual fight between uh, Dick and Deathstroke. God, you got to see what actually happened, man. Yeah, he did. You know, I, I I've been I think I asked you and Brent and Travis the other day, mm-hmm. what is this secret that that uh, Dick Grayson keeps talking about that he's keeping from the group because everybody knows Jericho died. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows, you know, like what that they were using him to get the death stroke all stuff. But I can't figure out what the secret is. Well, they tell you the secret in this week's episode, and I'll get to that yes. in a little while. Yes, um, they do. Slightly different. Well, they told you last week's episode. Did they? Well, that's where uh, that's where uh, Deathstroke stabs Jericho. He kills him by saving right. Dick. Right, but they but they already knew that. They already knew that Deathstroke. Whoa. killed Jericho. Well, I didn't know that until last week. Well, the Titans did, because the Titans already talked about it. They're, oh that's, yeah, that's, okay. That's why, that's why Rose. Said, you know, he killed, okay, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. talking about. You're right. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's why I was wondering what what the secret was, you know, mm-hmm. because everybody knew that happened. But uh, we'll get into that in a minute. But. Um, yeah, I'm I'm loving this show. I was upset with last week's episode that we didn't get much Connor, actually none at all, and yes. we never get any Beast Boy. And it, it is like Gar is such a good character. It's it's so crazy that we never ever get to see him. We have he hasn't had an episode focused on him in a long long well, time. Man, if we're being if we're being honest, I think they went they got in over their head with him. Like I think. Think so. Because of the way he's like, it's so much to transform and shit. Like they get over their head and they're seeing like what they could do with Superboy and all these other characters that have powers and they can make them fly. But like when you're transforming them into a tiger and a snake, to be like, I hate to say it, but I think Gar's going to get rode out eventually and they're going to bring in Cyborg from Doom Patrol, which he needs mm-hmm. to be over there because he's, he's okay. easier to he's easier to work with. And it's not that I don't want to see more Beast Boy, but they don't have the money to put into a fucking beast boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hate to say that. Well, I hate to say after, it, but that's after this week's episode, think. you might, after this week's episode, you might change that opinion. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not really. Okay. So, okay. So, Ooh, um, that's got my spidey senses tingling. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm ready. Cause if he goes but, beast boy and out, like I'm going to be tickled to death. He doesn't go beast boy. He doesn't doesn't go beast boy out. But there uh, is a lot of Gar in this episode. He well, almost does beast out. Well, and there's, I like there's him a as lot a more character. Connors. I like him as a character, mm-hmm. but like, but I don't mean it. I don't mean it like they don't have anything character wise. They don't have the money to do his transformation, like to do his powers. And it's that's what I mean, like why they might write him out or get him out of there eventually, is because they can't afford to get him to change all the time like yeah he's a great character to talk dialogue and write and do but he can't do much because it's so expensive to do a little just three second animation with him you know what i mean yeah i mean i get that but i mean they do have i think they have the money to do it Uh, you know if they have the stuff that they could just go tone down a little bit of the uh raven stuff and and do a little more beast boy i'd be cool with that it's easier to do Raven's shit than it is to do a Beast Boy. It's That's cheaper to do true. Raven's black snot goo or what you know, her diarrhea or whatever the hell is coming out around her. Which I'm not saying that shit <laughs> on because I do like it, but you know what I'm saying. Like what the fuck? I, like I, I get what they're going for, but like you know what I'm saying. The shit that comes out around her, it's easier to animate that and to make her eyes glow. And, you know, like her kind of look like she's levitating than it is to make him transform completely into a tiger and then stalk across the room and attack a prey or do some kind of cool thing. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, in in last week's episode, what did you think about how Jericho lost his voice? That was, uh, that was intriguing. Like, I was like, huh. I wasn't expecting that, but okay. Okay, I see. I, okay. Like, it made sense for the, yeah. for the, I don't know shit about Jericho. This is my first experience with Jericho. Same for me. Same for me. I really, I really know anything about. It. I mean, I knew uh, the, who the character was. I'd heard of him before, but I didn't really yes. never had any kind of context with him or anything that I've read about or seen anything. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of blew me away too. Uh, it was, it's pretty cool the way they did it. I mean, they've almost made it out where Slade Wilson is not really a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He's just like a mercenary. I mean, Mr. well, okay. Well, let, let me rephrase. Right. He's a mercenary. He's a bad guy. Yeah. But it's, but other than other than that, well, if you can overlook the people that you don't know that he kills. <laughs> you well, know, I, I like that they showed us that they he's jacked up on some serum. You know what I mean? Like he's he's like the Captain America of you know of like DC, but like like, like the bad cat. You know what I'm saying? Like they they jacked it. Like I did like seeing that. So like his his reflexes yeah. and everything are just quicker and faster, and he's just he's a fucking he's a yeah. bun. He's a he's an exacto knife. You know what I'm saying? He knows exactly every move's calculated. He's he's Batman yeah. only for the opposite side. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it, it's really cool that they uh, they they fleshed his character out where they gave you kind of a backstory. They showed you him in the army. They showed you sure. him getting the injections, uh, and and then they kind of give a background of him and the family. Where, you know, you heard I think was it was it Jericho that was narrating at that point where they were talking about his father? Yeah, it was because he was telling he was telling the Titans about his father. That's what happened. They got around the, the bonfire, and the Titans were trying to get information out of him. But they were kind of trying to be friendly about it, and they were kind of asking mm-hmm. him, you know, what what's your dad like? You know, everybody has problems because they were agreeing, you know, we're all fucked up. We all have fucked up families. Absolutely. I think they even cheers to it. Cheers to fucked up families. Yeah. And he was kind of explaining that, you know, when his dad his dad left the army because he was never at home and wanted to see his family more. But then whenever he got <laughs> out of the army, he started working with Wintergreen, mm-hmm. and he was home even less. Well, see, I find I find that interesting that that Wintergreen was the one that's bringing because I've always known him to be like pretty much like his Alfred, you know what I'm saying? Like Deathstroke's mm-hmm. Alfred. He's man, almost like his partner. Yeah, exactly. Like almost like he was the boss or whatever. Like he brought him the jobs, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. It was a pretty cool concept. Um, like I said, I, I love the way they're they're portraying Slade Wilson in this movie, or the movie, this television show. <laughs> I love the costume. Right. I love the character who's playing him. He does a great job yeah, playing, uh, playing Slade. Yeah. Um, Jericho was an interesting character. I know last week, I don't know who I was. It you and Travis I was talking about talking to talking about Jericho was possibly still alive. Mm, I think so. I don't think after this week's episode that that theory is going to hold up. Oh no! So <laughs> don't think that's going to hold up. But um, I don't know. I just love I, I love everything about Deathstroke. Yeah, Deathstroke to the equation. It's always a fun story. Sure. He's a badass character, but. What do you think about Rose? Uh, I do want to see more of her. Okay. I, uh, I I like what I've seen of her so far. I like uh, I don't know what it was. I don't like it wasn't like instant chemistry or whatever. But I I, I want to see more of her and Jason. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. not the, not that it was like you know what I'm saying like a, holy shit they got instant fire chemistry. But I just I like the concept of them both. You know they're both cocky and fucking strong-headed and like you know what i'm saying like they would make i you know i just think that's perfect personality match and i want to see them get to know each other a little more i think that'd be uh i think that'd be a fun little ditty 
to watch play out. You know what I mean? But I so far, I'm I'm liking her. I, I liked her the most with that episode where she was trying to reach out to Jason, but he was all weird in his head and you know thinking he needed to jump off the building. But like then she ran off. You know what I mean? Like she's she, I'm, I'm assuming she's gonna kind of revert back to that kind of closed off person. We were just starting to get her to kind of come out of her shell. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was cool the way they portrayed Jason too, where he's he's definitely got the PTSD of the falling, where he's just standing in his room and he's looking. You see, he just goes over his head, you know, falling through the story. What would they say, like thirty stories or something like that? Yeah. And you know, the only good thing about that is he's got thirty stories to talk about now. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but uh, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I I loved this show. I loved last week's episode. I love all the characters in there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Hank and. A hawk and dove man they are quickly especially after this week's episode are quickly becoming my favorite characters on the show uh i love hank man he is awesome he's a great character i mean he's with my he is he's with my future wife and she you know what i mean i, I let i loan him <laughs> out for this show but i loan her like, yeah. jesus like dude i love those two together on screen i love it i'm just upset we haven't got to see them in costume really would once this season, I think, uh, if that Why? have they even been in costume this season? They I have when, when they first, the very beginning, whenever Dove was going out, whenever Hawk first discovered she was going out. I'm getting sick of Dick not like fucking Nightwing up already. You know what I'm oh. saying? Like, let's do this. That is such B-roll right there. You saying I'm getting sick of Dick? Yeah, I'm, I'm so sick <laughs> of Dick. You know what I'm saying? That's like, gonna be in the, in the show opener right there, but um. Yeah, no, I, I agree, man. I am I, like every episode. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna see the Nightwing suit. I'm gonna see the Nightwing suit. I'm gonna see the Nightwing suit, Shit. and I, just just nothing, not even anything what, close to hearing about it. What episode is this week's episode? This week's episode is six or seven, I think. Let me check. It'll uh, be uh, two more episodes before we see it. It'll be episode so? nine. I want I want to say episode nine for some reason. See, I I thought I was reading somewhere that they that they, it was gonna be before the end of the the, the series. Or at the end of the episode, or well, the, how many, the season. Yeah, yeah, we'll see at the end of the season. Well, how many episodes do they have this season? If I had to guess, probably 10. That, that's what uh, they had last season? I think it's 13. 13? I don't know. Look up. I could deal with 13. Look it up. I don't know. I think I'm I, looking it up right now. It's episode I, yeah, 9. Okay. Or episode 9 was this week. Get the fuck out of here, then. I'm way wrong. So how many episodes do we get? 13, then? Uh, or 15? doesn't show on here a schedule. I'm not sure. Yeah. I just know episode nine was this week, which is crazy. Episode nine was this week. It doesn't seem like it's that far into season two. But well, season Superboy, but it's only been you know two episodes with him. Yeah. But the, okay. well, the, that 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 Superboy episode was fucking great. It was great. It was one of the best episodes because it almost felt like a totally different episode than like a different show. Like uh, they could it, make a a, it, a Superboy show and it'd be. That's fun. what I was gonna say. It felt like a Superboy show pilot. And, like, I would have been enthralled. I'd, I'd watch that Superboy and Crypto go and have adventures. You know what I mean? But I also I also really want to see him interact with Dick and Jason and Hawk and Dove and Donna. And, yeah, throw in Raven and Starfire, too. And, like, I mean, Beast, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I want to see them all interact together. I wanted to see more oh, Aqualad, right. but he gone. Yeah, he gone. But, <laughs> that ain't but, but, you know what this also makes the perfect opportunity for? What's that? Is that they could bring in Cal Rom as as a uh, as Aqualad, and that's why he could be the second Aqualad because the first one died. 
That would be really, really cool. I would Wouldn't love if they went that direction. I don't and Mickey Mantis' son, also Mickey Mantis' son, just like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, bringing Cal, you know, bringing I, I don't think they're gonna go that direction. Hey, you their, their cast is getting pretty big, man. You don't crush my dreams, okay? Well, like I said, they're, gonna, <laughs> no, they're about, I, I to, they're about to be writing Beast Boy out of this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he, he's gone. I think that's <laughs> your theory. I don't think. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I was looking at a picture today with a poster. It was a poster for Titans, and it had all the Titans. It had uh, Donna, and it had uh, Hawk and Dove, and Raven, and Starfire, and uh, who else? Uh, Robin, or both Robins, because there's no Nightwing right now. Both Robins, and Connor, and everybody else, and Crypto on one side, and then Deathstroke on the other. And they were, like, at that standoff, like in Civil War, where you're about to fight, you know? And I was like, that's how badass Deathstroke is. That he can have two aliens on a team with him, on on team against him, and he's still going to put up a fight. Well, uh, let's be serious. If that was the league standing on the other side, he'd be pissing his pants running. These are teens. These are kids. These essentially they're they're young, young adults still getting their wheels about them. Yeah. Okay. And well, he's a seasoned uh, seasoned vet. You know what I'm saying? Like he has a seasoned military mind. Like he's not pulling the shit with Batman. Uh-huh. He can see Batman standing on the other side of the battlefield, and he bu- he hunkers down for a fucking all night battle because you know it's going to be m- mentally and physical. But he sees them guys across oh, yeah. the field. He's like, whatever, bring it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Well, what I want to do is I want to go over a couple things in this week's episode. Mild spoilers. I'm not going to go real deep sure. into it because I know you're gonna, sure. still going to watch it. And then I yeah. want to talk about some some stuff that our friend Sarah Taylor was asking me about. it Because I got her in the Titans. Mm-hmm. And, and she's yeah, loving it. She, she said she's ready up. to talk. Yeah, oh, she is man. ready to talk, she said. Yeah, she's got some cool stuff. Well, this week, man, like I was telling okay. you, the best part about this week's episode, no matter of fact, I'm just going to read you the message I sent to Sarah about it. She was asking me about it. She wanted to know what I thought about it as soon as I got done watching it, because it's not really spoilery, uh, but it gives kind of a basis for the episode. Then you ask me questions about what it says. Let's see. Sure. Uh, I thought from my part, I said, uh, I loved how they involved everybody in this episode. A little bit of story building for each character is always fun. I'm glad Beast Boy finally got something to do. Connor beating up, uh, well... Connor got into oh, oh, an awesome, oh. Connor got into an awesome fight scene. Okay. Uh, I said I'm really interested to find out what happens with Starfire and uh, and Black is it Blackfire or Blackfire? That's her yeah, sister. Yeah, Blackfire. Yep, because then she's in this episode. Uh, I said it's also. Oh, <laughs> and, no, <I'm> <laughs> uh, and then I guess the rest is, is uh, the rest is a little nah, more poorly. But uh, give you a basis of this episode, man. There is a lot going on this episode. You get a little bit of everybody. Like I haven't seen. Any other episode where every character is involved or has their own little bit storyline, I think was they get about- crypto involved. Crypto is in there a couple times. Was he involved or was he just laying yes, down? Yes, he was involved. He was involved in the fight. All right, no, he was involved I'm, in the fight. Then I'm I'm good. You get to see some laser vision. Was streaky there? Was streaky there? Huh? Streaky the cat, Supergirl's cat, was streaky no, there. Streaky the cat was not there. <laughs> was not there. You okay. get to see Beast Boy almost transform. He oh, okay. he, because there's a there's a point where he's talking to Connor and he's at and Connor's like, what do you what can you do? And he he tells him he's like, I can turn into a tiger. And Connor smiles and laughs. He's like, oh really? What's well, a tiger? Because you know he's an infant and he doesn't really know. Um, let's see. Uh, have you looked at the the name of this episode? I have not. It's Atonement. Is the name of the episode? Ooh. Okay. So the episode starts out with Dick confessing his secret to everybody. He's got everybody in the room. He's confessing to everybody. And that was why I was kind of irritated about what the secret was. Because, okay, so 
Tiptoeing around. I mean, if we're gonna, you've, you've been you've been pretty good so far. Let's just keep tiptoeing around because I'm gonna watch it when we get off. Okay, I'll tiptoe around. He he lets his secret go, and um, I was a little disappointed in what it was because I was like, it's one of those ones where you look at it and be like, really? That that was like what? And of course, everybody gets pissed off about him, uh, Adam. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I I can kind of understand y'all being upset about that for a minute, but really, like that that's kind of the thing. Um, but, uh, it was really cool seeing Starfire and get her getting more of a background story with her sister. And you actually get to see her sister for a moment. I think a few seconds she speaks with her. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think what other non real spoiler stuff can I say about this episode? Awesome Connor fight, almost a beast boy transformation. Uh, once again, uh, Bruce Wayne's name is mentioned and somehow nobody knows that that's Batman, which just blows my mind. How is Dick Grayson so... So close to Bruce Wayne, but nobody knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. That that's to me, that's just like, oh, come on. But um, what I did want to ask you is, and, and this is kind of what Sarah asked me earlier, is do you think that we're ever going to see any of the bigs on screen? And when when I say that, I know, I know we saw like partial parts of Batman last season, and I know we see Bruce Wayne this season. But she asked me specifically about Superman, and I t- I told her personally, no, I don't think so. I think they're they're going to save that for another show. But in that same manner, you may see like you may see Superman like you saw Batman last episode, that last season, where maybe you see him from behind and you see the cape and you see the body or something, but you don't ever actually see his face and he doesn't have an actual scene where he's talking, but he's there, you know. I, and I think I, it's, agree with that. I think it's very possible we get that with Superman, maybe even Wonder Woman, where they're not there but they're there, you know. I and I kind of hope they do, but I don't think they'll ever put the faces on screen where you're going to have. This is Wonder Woman. She's going to have a whole scene with uh, Donna Troy, and they're going to talk and fight. I don't think that's going to happen. Like well, it's the, just... perfect, the perfect example is <laughs> Bruce. You know what I'm saying? Like we're never going to see him suited up and doing shit. You know what I'm saying? We'll only see him as Bruce. So, do you think we'll see a Clark Kent? It's possible. <laughs> I think I think see, it's more possible is... to see. A, I think it's more possible to see a Lois Lane. Okay. Okay. I, I, think that, even, maybe, maybe. I think it's even more possible to see a Supergirl. Really? Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've like, already seen we've already seen Luther. Well, actually, we haven't seen Luther. We, we've seen his father. We've seen Lionel. Right. So we haven't seen him. I think that we're eventually going to get to a point, because I, I think that in this show, Connor's going to want to meet Superman. He should. You know, his first desire was to go meet, uh, um, what's his name, Lex Luthor. And, you know, he found his father, so he definitely wants to. I think it's going to happen where you actually see them on screen, but you don't, like I said, you don't see their face. It'd be cool to see a Clark Kent, but not a Superman. It'd be cool to see, like, a Diana Prince, but not a Wonder Woman. Like, that that would be pretty cool, actually, if they did that. I would like that. I, I would actually rather have that than have, like, a behind Superman's back with a cape flying type soup type scene. Like, if in an action, Clark Kent would I've be awesome. Gotta pick, if i got to pick between the two, yes, I would prefer that. If I got to have my cake and eat it too, let's do it Young Justice style, where we focus on this team, but uh, but the fucking heavy hitters are in the background, and we still see them every now and then. But I know that's not going to happen. Right. That is like a pipe dream. Yeah. Well, I think that's the big thing, is they don't want to take away from the Titans by putting in Absolutely. you know any of the big guys. So, well, look at them. They showed, us, I mean, they showed us two episodes, or like three. They gave us the flashback episode of the original team, and any time... 
anytime Donna and Dick and and Dawn and Hank are on screen together. That's all anybody cares about. We forget all about, I hate to say it, but you forget all about Starfire, Raven, and Beast Boy. You just want to know what the fuck these guys are doing and, like, what, because they've got the history and you can feel it. Like, you, it comes through, you know what I mean? We just want to know more about this history and about these guys going together and being a team. No. Oh, I got one more, some semi-spoiler I wanted to tell you that you're going to love. Right. There's an there's an awesome karaoke scene in this because mm-hmm. I you know I I love music and stuff like that and shows mm-hmm. like this uh, and your future wife may be single. Oh no. Maybe I'm not sure. Maybe. Nah, well, I don't want to see her, but I don't want to see her and Hank fucking breaking up. So, I I seriously doubt they will because I've seen photo sets of them later in in the Hawk and Dove costume with the Nightwing costume, so you know they're not going to. But... I thought she was. I thought you was gonna <laughs> say they like go to a strip club or something and she gets a little too drunk or something. Like it's like, woo! <laughs> no. She becomes a woo girl up there or something, but no. Well, you, you know they don't drink. <laughs> so uh, that's they've not been drinking work. in a bunch of episodes. Oh well, not now. Well, Hank doesn't that's drink. Right. Hank, that's right. Yeah, Hank doesn't drink when he's yeah cleaned up the so. act. You're right. But uh, yeah, man, I, dude, I'm I'm excited. Oh, and there is Uh-oh. there's an awesome awesome confrontation with Dick and Slade. You know what and would sound, well, you know what would sound better? Nightwing and Deathstroke. It would sound better, but that but I specifically said <laughs> right. Dick and Slade for for that reason. Hey, you would you know, know that you know what would sound even better? What's that? Deathstroke versus Red Hood, the fucking rematch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what would sound better. You know, he gets over his trauma after he dies at the hands of Joker and comes back to life. You know what I honestly thought was gonna happen? Honestly. Like let's do a little sidebar. What's that? You know what I thought was gonna happen? They had the perfect opportunity, and I can't believe they didn't pull the trigger on it, that they could have had uh, Deathstroke give Jason the fucking crowbar and bring him back in Season 3 as Red Hood. We could That would have been perfect if Deathstroke would have fucking just killed him and then come back, because it would fit this universe. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would have, but I still think that they can, if, if this is going to go on for, you know, four or five seasons, however long they're going to do it, and they're going to bring Red Hood character in, they, they can... They can Tie in the whole uh, Jason Todd being killed by off Joker. Screen. Yeah, they're going to do it off screen, sure. So, and and I, I, if they do that in the future, I hope that, or if they're planning on that, I, I hope they're planning on going that direction in the future. Let's put it that way. I would love to see. Well, sure, but a, this a could have, I, just meant, I just yeah. meant this would have been their. Inter- they could have done their interpretation of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just not ready for Jason to die yet. Me either. He's, I he's like too, him as Robin. Too new to the show. I you like know? him as Robin. And he's an awesome he's a, character, yeah. He's a shithead, and I like him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, like I said, I don't want to spoil this uh, episode tonight too much. I know you're going to watch it as soon as you get off here, and as soon mm-hmm. as you do, you'll probably message me, and we'll talk about it then. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm going to get out of here and watch the Watchmen this episode, too. So As soon as we get off here, I got an episode <laughs> of Titans to watch. When my wife gets home, we got an episode of Mayans to watch. I still got to get some sleep, because I got to go to the fucking D&D in the morning. So, like... I got a good night of TV watching. Ah, fuck them guys. Oh, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. It's not their fault. It's just the fucking system. You just want to bang your face into the fucking wall. Oh yeah. I think I think I would rather fucking drive a nail through my pinky toe than go to the goddamn D and D. Oh, that's brutal. As you know, it's funny. Anytime somebody talks about pinky toes, man, or like toes, all I think about is somebody like ripping your toenails out. And oh, uh, that makes me cringe thinking about that. In fact, in the in the show, I've been trying to get you to watch that Ozark. 
Mm-hmm. There, there's a scene where you see somebody do that, and it's like, oh, it's it, it'll make your skin crawl just to watch it, or gives me goosebumps to watch it. It's crazy. But, yeah, it's another great show, Ozark. Anybody's listening, check that out. I love Jason Bateman. Yeah, Chase Squirrels. But, all right, cool. Well, uh, I really got nothing else to say about Titans because I don't want to spoil too much of it for you. We can talk yeah, about I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about more of it soon, and we're going to do a full season one review uh, after the last episode. You know, yes. we can figure out how many episodes there are, actually. Let's see. Today's the first, and yes, the last episode's on the 29th of November, so that's only four weeks away. So oh, they're, and we're shit. on episode nine. Really? So there are 13 episodes. 13. See, I knew yep. it. See, see, what's up, motherfucker? Listen to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we just did math, and we did it correctly. What? On Look the us. Civil Internet Service Podcast. Five. How do you like that? Internet high five. What's up? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, okay, cool. Well, uh, i tell you what. We're going to shift gears here. We've talked about everything else we want to talk about. We're going to start talking about some Star Wars stuff now. So... I'm going to save Clone Wars for last because we're probably going to talk the longest about that because we want to talk about. Rip, rip. Yes, sir. Tell it. me about the Mandalorian trailer, man. What oh, do you think? God. I, I don't 11 know days, man. 11 days. I don't know if I'm more excited for the Mandalorian or the Rise of Skywalker. And I, I, I think that's a serious statement. I don't know which one I'm more excited for. Because, I hear you. Dude, uh, like, I'm definitely more excited this... for Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Well, especially after looking at this trailer. Like, it was crazy. Like, there is an Ugg Nolte in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nick mm-hmm. Nolte is an Ugnot. Uh, like, it's an Ugg Nick. You know what I'm saying? Like, what an Ugg Nolte. <laughs> an Ugg Nolte. <laughs> an Ugg Nolte. <laughs> yeah, it's an Ugg Nolte right. in there. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? The, dude, just, there's creatures in it. The worlds look real. Like, he's he's taking down Trandoshans, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's pe- putting people yeah. in fucking carbonite. He's jumping out of hyperspace and flying the Razor Crest. He's got Cara Dune in there, which is Gina Carana, like, in there fucking shooting a goddamn Gatling gun. Late. Like, it looks awesome. It looks awesome. It does look awesome. It does. Like, and, you know what's the, funny? Mm. I was going to say, what's funny is, is the quality of it. It looks yes. amazing. Like, the quality. It looks like a movie. It looks like a Star Wars movie in quality. Exactly. And that's the way it should look, because if you're going to, because that's what they've been proclaiming, is that that's the level of quality they're going to give us. And if it's like that, if it's anything like the trailers are, you know, selling it to be, then that is 100% true, because everything I've seen in the trailer absolutely looks big screen quality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I so did notice. We talk- that, well, no, sorry. I was going to say, ahead. I did notice, I did notice in that trailer, and I know I sent it to you, uh, like there's little flashes. Like I, my 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 theory is because if you break that trailer down, uh, they're like we're gonna see the Mandalorian as a kid during the Clone Wars because you see a cut bug and one of the clone ships flying, and in the background of one scene where there's a lady running with a little kid, you see some uh, some super battle droids behind her. So I'm assuming like something happened on Mandalore during the Clone Wars, which. As you get into the Clone War series, you will see like more. Like you know, what I'm saying I just don't know which era it's put in because there has been stuff put on. But you, yeah. you'll know what I'm saying. Like uh, so, like but there's a flashback to that show. Like or, or I'm assuming it's a flashback because you see that stuff and like I just I I, I cannot wait for this because it's just set in that prime time era of if you do do a little backwards of flashback, it's during the Clone Wars. And this is set five years set after Return of the Jedi. I know. <laughs> I was trying to move over. <laughs> but, if, you know, it's, it's five years after Return of the Jedi in a lawless time. But like I said, we're seeing stormtroopers. 
we're seeing a uh, grand moss that are holdouts. Like we can do flashbacks to any time during that time. I, the, the, I'm just freaking fascinated because first of all, we don't have any stories really in between, in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Like we know a little bit about what happens. No, you know, Luke has Luke makes a Jedi Academy, and then he tries to murder his nephew in the middle of the night while he's sleeping. And you know, and then his nephew literally brings the house down on him, and that's then he goes into exile, and he becomes Kylo. You know, uh, Han becomes a deadbeat dad and goes and jerks off around the galaxy, and we don't really know what else happened in between there. And this is going to be our first little kind of. Kind of I mean, yeah, we've had some comics and stuff, but like this is going to be our little, especially this close to after Return of the Jedi, our first peek at the galaxy of. What the hell is happening while the New Republic's being built? You know, while Leia's off, right. uh, Leia's off putting the New Republic together, while Luke's off collecting artifacts. You know, while Han's off doing Han things with Chewie. You know what I mean? Like while <laughs> while while Lando's out there, you know, still being cooler than the other side of the pillow. You know what I'm saying? Like I just like if we're gonna mm-hmm. we're not gonna see those characters, but they're still gonna be in the peripheral, or we we can still hear about them or something that happened you know what i mean like i'm just i'm fascinated to see this air right. i just I, I can't wait to see what we're especially because it's it almost seems like on the outer rim like it is a lawless time you know what i mean like it is completely yeah. fucking lawless because because you know luke and everybody they overthrew the government like whatever palpatine was you know a horrible dictator he still had an established government and they just flip that shit upside down you know oh yeah you know, it's funny. That was actually what I wanted to ask you was if you knew the exact timeline because the the in the preview or in the preview we saw the trailers, it's stormtroopers, not clone troopers, but sure. it's not first order troopers. No. So I just wonder at what point in time between when after between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens did stormtroopers become first order? Well, there's a there's a book, uh, the aftermath. Which I haven't read it, but there's an aftermath trilogy. I've seen and, that. Uh, yeah. And Hux's dad, who is a grand admiral, Hux's dad, and like a couple other grand after the Empire falls, takes these like super bred children, like these super enhanced children, to the outer rim, and they establish them as first order captains as they restore and they rebuild like this first order. Now I don't know how Snoke gets involved with them. But like they're they're imperial remnants to go out and build the first order, and this looks just like another imperial holdout. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, yep. Gus from Breaking Bad, I can't remember his goddamn name, and I hate saying that, but uh, he's like you know what I'm saying he's a he's a he's a moth. You know what I'm saying? And like a grand moth. So I'm thinking he just got his battalion of troopers that are just loyal to them because they don't know what else to do. You know what I mean? Like, all yeah. they've ever known is the military ruler, and right now he's the highest chain of command. And then I also think yeah. there's going to be, uh, like, you could have a 12-man brigade that used to be stormtroopers, and they still wear their they still wear their stormtrooper outfits, but they're like mercenaries. You know what I'm saying? Just because that's the tech they're used to wearing, their armor and shit. Yeah. That's my, well, my theory. Well, my only question is, so, so you're saying you think it's between episodes six no, no, and no. seven? No, 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 no. It is. They've said they've said it's five years after Return of the Jedi. Okay, so so they've definitely set that time. Period. Def- okay, I didn't, I didn't know Dave that. I was just saying uh, Favreau has said that that he it's set five okay. years after. I trust what he says, then, especially since he's creating it. So <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm pretty right. Uh, 
Because before I knew that, I was going to say, my question is, it could be between episodes six and seven, but it could also be between episodes three and four. Right. Just because, you know, the storm, it could be. But I I guess if he says it's after five, that that makes, or after seven, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. So um, he said that specifically the time period he wanted to kind of explore whenever he thought this up, you know, years ago. Okay. Well, I wanted to point out one more thing I saw about this, and the the way I look at the trailer, it almost looks like they're portraying him to be a hero, or like this Mandalorian is is a hero. Like he, like you said, he's like a space cop. Uh, He's a bounty hunter, but for the for the good side of the law, because it looks like there are people cheering around him and rallying towards him, and 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 looking forward to him showing up. Like uh, you remember, like some some old westerns where you'd have like the U.S. marshal that just goes town to town. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just wherever he's needed and helps where he can and still wrangles in some bounty. But, like, that's what he reminds me yeah. of. It's just kind of like an yeah. outer rim U.S. Marshal that just, like, he'll he'll take jobs. But for the most part, he just wants to be left alone to do his thing. But at the same time, like, mm-hmm. like I can just picture, like, an old Clint Eastwood movie or something. You know what I'm saying? Or Sam Elliott out there. You know what I mean? Like, just old U.S. Marshal is pumping through and just wants to be, you know, do his job and be left alone. I like you, Sam Elliott. That's a great reference. I love Sam Elliott, man. That'd be, I love like, Sam Elliott. <laughs> I love Sam Elliott, too. Uh, but yeah, man, um, I, I kind of had the, the, I don't know, the idea of, of it being, well, I didn't have the idea, but I heard about it being the possibility mm-hmm. of it being Boba Fett. And I know you kind of disproved that. I, I, don't, I don't personally think that's what it was, but I'd read about that kind of stuff. And I have, too. Yeah. I, I, well, how true do you think that is? Well, I doubt it. I mean, like, like I said, if we're if we're believing things at face value, John Favreau has said, like, I we've heard, you know, him and Floyd said, like, we've heard, you know, especially with this most recent interview, people have said, you know, they think it's Boba Fett or whatever. And he goes, I can tell you, it's not Boba Fett, but he goes, there might be some familiar faces or familiar scenes or planet, you know, what I'm saying that draws on Clone Wars and draws on Rebels and the movies and stuff. But they, he did. Now maybe that's just him. So that way, when we find out, it's like, psych, motherfuckers! It was Boba Fett. He fought his way out of the Sarlacc pit. You know what I mean? But right now, well, that's what he, I was gonna ask. Yeah. If but right now, Good. if we're going by face value, then I, we have to trust what they said. That no, we promise you, it's not Boba Fett. Yeah. Well, I, I've read countless things even before this show came out that says that Boba Fett didn't die in the Sarlacc pit. That he he, he lived. But my question is, if 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 by chance he is in this character's movie, what does that mean? Does that mean he got caught in the starlight pit and he had an epiphany and he came out and decided to be a good guy after that? Got some new armor, got a new ship, and then just started being like a a, a U.S. marshal for the galaxy. Right. Like like it that doesn't make much sense to me. I, th- I think I don't think that he is the character behind the mask. But no, I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. Well, I I, I agree with you. I do not think it's Boba Fett because. Like I said, I know you're not there yet, but eventually you'll see in Clone Wars, like they really, they really open up the mythology of Mandalore, and uh, like so, this guy could very easily be one of the lost clans of Mandalore. You know what I'm saying? Because Mandalore got decimated during the Clone War, or like you know what I'm saying? Like there was, I can't really like I'm I'm going back over it too, so like I'll find out more. But like there's been some major events that happened, and I know in the Clone Wars Season 7 that will be coming out in D- Disney Plus next uh, February, like the Siege of Mandalore. Yeah, the Siege of Mandalore is going to be like a two or three episode arc because that is where Ahsoka and Rex are during Order 66. Like, Obi-Wan and Anakin get pulled back from the Siege of Mandalore 
because the uh, general or because Count Dooku has is attacking Coruscant and has Palpatine, you know, Chancellor Palpatine trapped, a la beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Okay. So this uh, that, that's as far as I know, they're still planning on doing that arc for the Clone War season seven. That we will find out what happens or what they were doing on Mandalore before they get pulled away to go save Palpatine from Dooku and before Anakin's eventual fall. Like like leading right up to Anakin's fall, right? Yes. It should bookend with fucking Revenge of the Sith. So this next episode of or next episode next next season of Clone Wars is the last one. It's it's, it it's the last twelve or thirteen, okay. ten ten or thirteen, whatever the episode count is. Is I think it's thirteen, but it is the last. They are closing That's short. They are wrapping it up. Well, technically, the I'll lost say most missions, of the seasons are like twenty two, twenty three episodes. Well, so. the the lost missions is twelve episodes. This is basically the second half of Lost Missions that they didn't get to do. They were all in the process. They were they were on the workings of wrapping up Clone Wars anyway before Lucasfilm got uh, closed. Because it's only a three year episode, you know, time period you're working with. Like, yeah, you can do six mm-hmm. to seven seasons, but eventually you're going to run out of. You know what I'm saying? It's only three years the Clone Wars went on. So you know what I'm saying? They were they were in the process of wrapping it up anyway before Disney was like, nope, yanked it and pulled the plug. You know what I'm saying? So they just did, they just cherry picked the episodes that they didn't get to do, and then kind of what they were gonna do to wrap it up and kind of put it into these last twelve episodes, or thirteen. Okay. Uh, tell me what you think about the shiny suit. Uh, I love isn't it, it. Isn't it gorgeous? I love it, man. Oh, it's so gorgeous, man. I love yeah, the way I he love, looks. I always wonder what Boba Fett would look like with a new suit. Like with a suit that wasn't all tattered and beat up and everything else, and it does like look like Jango's. Pretty, yeah, it it does. Well, even Jango's looks different than than the, right, the suit you see here. Yeah, like like you see more green and more color. This one almost seems more like a chromed out, uh, well, very shiny suit. I, I I love the way. If it looks. you if you look at it, there looks like there looks to be a couple scenes where he's in some like older, like faded and rusted armor. So I'm thinking that. Uh, he upgrades his armor throughout, and like you, just, you find out that like, as you'll get into it, like the Mandalorian armor is made out of like this special metal, and it is like, like the the armor is thousands of year old, and like when you get your armor, you melt, like when you've earned your armor, you melt it down and you reforge it into a shape that fits you. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, when you okay. die and shit, your armor will be passed down to somebody else who will fucking you know melt it down and reforge it into. A, something for them oh, okay. you know what i mean that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. so i'm curious I, I didn't know that that's awesome i'm curious to see if like he actually does that or if he's just going a long way and he's like he kills this guy and he's like oh hey look that's sweet i'm gonna put that on you know what i mean yeah i'm writing something down uh yeah man um but honestly, dude, I, I don't really know what else to say about it. There was just trailer two. We've got eleven days till it comes out. Now it's coming out uh, week by week. It's not coming out all one yes. shot, right? Yes. Okay, so something we're gonna be able to follow for the next yes. probably thirteen, fifteen weeks, however long it. Well, how, how long did you say eight. it was? Eight. eight. Okay. Yeah. So that's gonna bring us to right at the end of the year. Rise of Skywalker. It's gonna bring us right up to the Rise of Skywalker. No, it'll be. Rise is of Skywalker. It? I think because it's Dem- not eight. December twentieth. Yeah, but that's only like six weeks between the 12th of November well, and the 20th of December. I'm, I'm just saying, it's going to bring us right up to it. There's eight of, yeah, that's what I'm, you know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Okay. It's, we're going to be right, 
right there. You know what I mean? So like you'll get to oh, we'll yeah. get to we'll get to all these episodes and get us all you know nice and lubed up for the fucking final Rise of Skywalker that comes out, and then we'll you know to to kind of come back down. We'll have a, like another two episodes of Mandalorian, and we'll just, be be such a nice little area. And plus the Jedi Fallen Order comes out this week or not this week uh, this uh, this month, and that game looks awesome. Game does look awesome. I saw the pre for the day. I was like, wow, I can't really afford to buy a game right now, but I might splurge for something eventually because it looks really, yeah, that's really what good. I'm saying. I don't even really have time to play a game. Like, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm the same way, but, man. But I think I would make Adult. like at least two hours on a Saturday night for that. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, my problem is when I do when I, I buy something like that, I, I sacrifice sleep to do that, and mm-hmm. I don't need to do that. I'm trying. No. I need. I'm trying to be more responsible as I get older and not sacrifice sleep. Where I know I've got to get up and work at seven o'clock or eight o'clock in the morning, but I'm gonna stay up till about three o'clock in the morning oh, playing God, this game. No. You know, and I, I just don't need to do that to myself. Oh God, uh, no. that, That's why I haven't bought a game in a long time. Right, so, but this yeah. one might be the one. <laughs> This one might be the one. It looks pretty darn good. I'm not going to lie. Pretty good. But, well, okay, man. Well, uh, that's all I really got to say about the Mandalorian trailer, because I know in about two weeks we're going to be talking about the show, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. We, and I'm sure there's going to be more stuff. One. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be more stuff that comes out between now and then, too, uh, you know, about the Mandalorian. So we'll keep you updated on that stuff, and we're definitely going to cover it whenever it comes out. Sure. But let's go ahead and go on to our last topic, and let's talk about some Clone Wars, man. I, I know you have been wanting me to watch Clone Wars for the longest time, and I kept telling you that I was going to get to it, I was going to get to it, I was going to get to it. You know, I had a lot of time off work because I had this surgery, and I was sitting down. I had about a week and a half left before I had to go back to work and start working this week. I had about a week and a half left, and I was like, you know what? I bet you I can watch at least a season of Clone Wars in the next week. And I started watching it, and I think the first day... I ended up watching like nine episodes because it was just hooked me. It was so good. Well, you, and you you did it. You started the right way because you watched the Clone Wars animated movie first. Right. Like exactly. That's that, exactly. That's, that's exactly right. I watched yeah. animated first. Yeah. And I know my my friend Ross, who's a really really big Star Wars fan, he sent me the the other way of watching it. And he was like, you can watch <laughs> it series a season. Yeah. And he sent me the chronological order. And I had asked you about it. I was like, which way would you recommend? And you said now. You said it depends on how you want to watch it. It doesn't really matter either way. They're both good. But mm-hmm. I figured the easiest way to keep up with it and be able to talk about it was to just, just to watch it season, season by season. Yeah. The Clone Wars movie, the animated movie was awesome. Uh, and season one was awesome. I love the characters introduced in this show. And you're right. There is so much lore to this. There's so much. The world's so much bigger than just the movies mm-hmm. that people don't even know about. And it's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. See, like, what, like, what were some of your takeaways? What were some of your favorite things? Like. Like what you like seeing, what you know what I'm saying? Like what, like what, like you said, it, it expands. So like, what did what did you come out of it going? Like holy shit, you know what I mean? Well, I know that after I watched the first few episodes, or at, uh, yeah, after I watched the first few episodes, I sent you and Katie and Travis and Chris a message to talk about things that that I I thought I liked about Clone Wars that I didn't think I would like that much, or not this is the thing I liked that much, but I didn't expect. Uh, I liked the red stripe on the Star Destroyers. Mm-hmm. I thought that looked awesome. It looks really, really cool. It's nice to see them with a little bit of color. I think that uh, Padme and Anakin are way better animated than they are in real life. Mm-hmm. Just that. Well, this, this I just explores love this the hero Anakin. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and Padme not the, not the bad actor. And Padme yeah. still like she's still her Senate like I'm gonna change the world fucking attitude. You know what I mean? 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm trying to think some things I learned right away. Uh, my beard is better than Dooku's. Sure, Even though Dooku sure, does sure. have a badass beard, my beard is better than Dooku's. Mm-hmm. Just trying to think. I wish I could go back to that mess that I sent you. I had a whole list of things. What do you What do you think about the clones? Yes, let's talk about that. Uh, mm-hmm. The clones kind of surprised me because, for being clones, they all have different personalities, and you become really attached to them because some, like especially just Brent Rex. Mm-hmm. You know, General Rex is, is he's yeah. a character you can fall in love with, and mm-hmm. it really puts a twist on Order sixty six. Yeah, it makes it that much harder when you think it about does. it. It does, and you explain that to me. Yeah, you explain that to me a little deeper. So tell me what you think about that. Like, uh, Order 66, when you just watch the movie and you don't know anything about it, what you're seeing is dumb clones following whatever order they've been given and just doing whatever with no relationship to the, mm-hmm. the, the generals except for you're my commander, okay? Mm-hmm. But as you as you get into this series, you realize... They're not just soldiers. They're friends with a lot of these people. They're like friends. The, the Jedi care about their well-being. Like they and get the upset. The clones care about their gen, their Jedi generals. Ex- ex- exactly. Like for, for most of the Star Wars movies, you see clone troopers and and, and first order troopers and storm and stormtroopers, and you they look just kind of like fodder. Like they're just throwaway characters. They get shot. Bam, bam. Their armor does nothing. They get shot and they're done. Mm-hmm. But in this, it gives them more life. Where you see that they actually did care about each other. As far as the clones and and then the, the Jedi and everybody, it, it's they make them a lot more personable. That way. Well, well, you gotta think. Uh, that's like I said last week. In the movies, in the in the prequel trilogy, we literally see the very the day the Clone Wars begin, and in Revenge of the Sith, we see the day that the Clone Wars end. And we know the Clone Wars lasted okay. three years. We didn't see anything except for literally the beginning. Because at the end of Attack of the Clones, Yoda, you know what's he say? The Clone Wars begun. They have. And at the fucking, mm-hmm. like I said, in Return of the Jedi, we start off, and it is right towards it. Like, Palpatine is pulling the trigger on his plan. You know what I'm saying? Because he's got, he's got mm-hmm. Dooku and Grievous coming to Coruscant to kid- kidnap him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, this is checkmate. Coruscant hasn't been attacked in a thousand years. You know what I mean? Like, this, so we see the end of the Clone Wars. And you know what I mean? Like I said, yeah. it's a three-year three period. And this series, God, it's so fucking magical. And, like... Like you were talking about with Anakin and and Padme, you know how you like him better in the animated form. Well, it also gives mm-hmm. like uh, in Episode Four when Obi Wan's like, you know, uh, your father he was a great pilot and a great friend of mine. What do we see in the Clone Wars? We see Obi and Anakin being the best of friends, come brothers, piling around, and we see Anakin being one of the best fucking pilots in the entire Republic. Oh yeah. Well, it, like I was saying before, it really gives you that. It fleshes out that character of they're not like teacher and student. They're they're, they're brothers. Like they're, well, they're, they they act like best friends almost. Well, and here's a little thing too, because here's something that gets skipped over too. In in Attack of the Clones, Anakin's a Padawan. In Revenge of the Sith, he's a Jedi Knight. And we find out in these movies that right after the Clone Wars began. Which means they're getting Republic troops going. They needed more Jedi generals. Anakin got promoted to Jedi Knight during the right. Clone Wars, like like right after mm-hmm. Episode Two, because during the uh, the Clone Wars animated movie, which takes place fairly quickly after Attack of the Clones, he is a freshly they say like freshly made Jedi Knight or whatever it is, Anakin Skywalker, and that's how he gets his Padawan, Miss Ahsoka Tano. And what do you think of Miss Ahsoka? 
I, yeah, that was who I was just about to bring up next. I love Ahsoka. Now, I've only seen her in season one. I know she's going to sure. grow up as it goes on and probably develop into a totally di- better, not a better character, not saying she needs to be better, but have a lot of, lot of uh, character building. Mm-hmm. But man, I love Ahsoka. I, I love the way she holds her lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Awesome way to hold the lightsaber. Well, just I, wait till we know, progress and that, eventually, you know, small spoiler, wait till we progress and eventually she gets to two sabers. Oh, I've I've seen pictures, <laughs> so I definitely know she's getting there. Uh, I love Ahsoka. I love seeing other Jedi in this uh, series that I've seen before, but not know anything about, like Sakura. Like I've seen her before, Sakura, didn't know anything yeah. about her. Yeah, yeah. You see, uh, but, you like, see uh, she's an awesome character. You see Plo Koon. You know what I'm saying? The the Caldori. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Which is Fun fact is Dave Filoni's favorite character, which is why he's so prominent in the first season. Like he loves he loves that character. He's cosplayed as him. Uh, you also okay. see uh, you also see That'd be an uh, awesome cosplay. God damn it! What's her name? Uh, uh, Luminara. You see if I you see Luminara, you know Master Luminara there. The uh, is that the first season? Yeah, 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 yeah. We see her with the the Jedi a lot, or with uh, like because I know there's okay. a couple episodes. She's the one that wears like the black thing over her head. She's got green skin and like the the chin tattoo, and it's got like the it's oh, almost yeah, like yeah, the yeah. bigger headdress. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We see her like you said. We see Kit Fisto. There's an entire episode of Kit Fisto, one of the Jedi that was on the council and and dies with Mace Windu in Revenge of the Sith. You know what I'm saying? He lasts the longest. He lasts the longest with Mace. Yes. But he's these and but we get a whole episode of him and it gets him fleshed out. And what's the episode about? We find out that he had a Padawan who just turned into a Jedi Knight. Who is a Mon Calamari, and it's that's one of the first Jedi we see Grievous fuck up and steal his, and take his lightsaber, and that's why Grievous is menacing. You know what I'm saying? Like it just proves why the Jedi were worried about him in the Republic because he was a Jedi killer. He didn't just get those lightsabers handed to him; those were from every Jedi he killed. Oh yeah. Well, you know, uh, kind of segueing into Grievous, uh, what do you what do you think about Grievous in this series? Because uh, I, I didn't like Grievous that much in the. Um, in the, in the clone, uh, what was it? Revenge the, of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith, yeah. Like, he, he was an okay character, but, you know, it just kind of was throwaway. Mm-hmm. This really fleshes him out. And, you know, I know he was kind of a half-human, half-machine. Not half, but some human and mostly machine. Not and human, thought, but alien. Whatever. Alien, alien, right, right. Saying. Humanoid. Yeah, I, yes. I, I read somewhere that he was, like, uh, he was the prototype for Vader, where they were trying to, to maximize yeah. human and droid together. The ultimate human, weapon maximize human Th- life. That's kind of what, what he was. We well, maximize human life because what is what is uh, uh, Palpatine? He wants to be able to stay in power forever. True. Yeah. And uh, Vader. Look at Vader. Like Vader was another prototype. Which okay, a little sidebar, a little pause. I've heard I've heard people reference that what is keeping uh, Palpatine alive and how he comes back is Grievous tech, not Vader tech. Because you gotta think, uh, Vader was like basically a shoveled up nothing, but Grievous Tech, where man and machine were like keeping together to keep together, which is just a yeah, little thing that I've that heard sense. that it, you know that they, they like you know talking, spinning it on around back, but yeah, like yeah. Grievous is he's great in the show. What do you what do you think about all the death and like the real world stakes in it? Because like I said, I just said we it's, we've seen that Mon Calamari, you know that Jedi, he gets killed by Grievous, like straight up they show him get stabbed to death. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the clone troopers. It's pretty intense, man. The clone troopers. You can yeah. get to know if you can get to know and like a clone for you know the first ten minutes in the episode, and in the middle of the episode they just get killed. Boom, they're gone. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they they do a really good job with uh with portraying the emotions uh, of mm-hmm. of the people dying. As far as uh people watching their friends, you know, there's a couple of different uh, episodes where they have peaceful planets, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, there's other episodes where they have planets that are totally at war, and you just get to see the contrast uh, of of what's going on. And for a uh, animated show, which was on Disney for the longest time, no, 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 not no, Disney. No, no. I'm sorry. This was this was a Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. So sad. My daughter said she saw it on TV. Yeah, when she's watching, mm-hmm. watching it, she couldn't remember what channel. Um, it seemed well. I guess Cartoon Network's a little different. They do play some some more intense stuff mm-hmm. than Disney does. So mm-hmm. it kind of takes that away. No, I, I thought it was crazy, man. They they really do. Uh, they they show the value of life in this show. Absolutely. More than you would think in a in a uh, animated show or like a cartoon, well, because most of the time in a cartoon or animated show, somebody dies, they die. It's no big deal. Well. To uh, to George Lucas's credit, like like he pretty much took this team when he was making this, like they would do something, and like he basically just grabbed them all and like kind of shook them by the neck, like no guys, I'm not showing you how to make an anime, you know shit. I'm showing you how to make Star Wars movies, and we're just applying it to the, like he saw every one of these episodes in this series as many Star Wars mm-hmm. movies, which you can totally That's feel. What it felt like. That's what I was going to say mm-hmm. is you can totally feel there's like high stakes, there's adventure, the planets are beautiful, the skyscapes are good. Like I said, like, you, you know what I mean? They, it, you get lost in it, you get sucked right in. Like, you, you, you're right there with these guys as they're in battle and shit and going, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's keep talking about Grievous for a second because I got a couple things I want to okay, say about yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no, sorry, you're Jack. good, you're good. <laughs> no, we were, we were basically still doing the same thing. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of the first season was Grievous' Lair. Yes, which is where I was talking about, where he kills that Mon Calamar. Or, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He kills Kid Awesome Pistol's episode. Dead, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I loved how there was a scene in the episode where they walk into the t- they walk into his lair and they see a shrine to a warrior. Mm-hmm. And I know I had asked you and Katie because y'all are like my my Star Wars aficionados. Like you know who was this and. You, y'all y'all said you you weren't sure who it was, and I asked my friend Ross who it was. I know, and I, don't I know think who it is now. Home. No, I, yeah. I rewatched I rewatched okay. season one and I got to that episode. I know that was Grievous before the enhancements. Right, right. I was gonna say my friend Ross actually found that article that showed that, and that's exactly what it was. It was Grievous because he uh, he was of royalty, right? Uh, that that I'm not sure about. What I was gonna say in the episode they even show it in the one room. <laughs> Kit Fisto goes in and it shows him as a completely normal human guy. And then, like, two doors down, they go in, and he's got the Grievous robot arms, but it's still on the normal body. Ah, uh, okay. So they were yeah, showing you so. that he slowly enhances and upgrades himself. Yeah, pretty cool, man. Uh, and then the other thing I want to say about Grievous is he has the baddest-ass ship. Uh, other than maybe the maybe the Millennium Falcon, he has the baddest-ass ship in Star Wars. Yeah, I, I love it. You really dig that the way that thing looks and goes, don't you? I do. It looks like a muscle car, man. It looks like it a muscle does. car spaceship. Yeah. I love the way a ship which, looks. Which is George Lucas because he's a muscle car guy. Yeah, there you go. But you don't see that hardly anything in anything else. You know? Well, you got the X-Wings like... that has like the penis front with the wings. You know? And then you have the A-Wings and, and Star Destroyers that everything's a triangle. But you don't really see anything that looks like that. It's a very different, unique ship. Right. But. Uh, talk to me about uh, Ventress, because I know you kept asking me, what do you think about her? What do you think about her? I've got yeah, what do you think her. about her? I think she's Proxima Midnight. No. From our, I, I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying she's fake. I'm not saying they copy. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying 
those characters they remind me of each other. It's just that woman who's I, got the total bit on I, all the time. I don't get that. I don't get how that reminds you because Proxima Midnight is a worm thing that comes out of the water, and Ventress is not a worm thing. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about. No, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Pro- Proxima Midnight from the MCU, from Marvel, from Thanos's. Oh. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, pro- yeah, okay. No, 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 pro- That's who yeah, I'm talking okay, about. Pro- I just uh, meant by attitude, because they both have the 100% bitch on all the time. That's all they are. So they're just an asshole all the time. Like, they like they need to get laid, or they seriously get laid, just to ease some damn tension, because well, all they ever want is fuck somebody up. Well, have you, have you noticed that in, in season one, like, every time Ventress and Kenobi are on, there's always this, like, flirty back and forth between them. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Is is Prophet of Midnight the same character? Is that the same name of both characters in the I Marvel just know, universe? I just and, thought from Solo. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that Proxima from Midnight? Solo. It's, Pro, it's Prox, Lady I'm, Proxima. It's not Proxima. It's Lady, Lady Proxima. Yeah. Solo. Okay, okay, that was my bad. That was my bad. I, but we were talking no, Star say, that's Wars. That's really weird. The exact same name. No, but we were talking <laughs> yeah. Star Wars. So I was thinking Lady Proxima, not Proxima Midnight. So you're right. I can definitely see your confusion in that one because I yeah. didn't really specify from uh, Marvel, yeah. but. No, just it's, for, for me, it's just like that. It's just like good character, but it's one tone, one emotion, you know, mm-hmm. one thing the whole time. Just, it's just, it's just, just kind of wait. I, okay, let's put it this way: that after, after I had binge watched uh, all all the five or six seasons of Clone Wars, and I had caught up on Rebels before I'd gotten to season three, which I was going to watch live with them. You know what I'm saying? So I had caught up all this and got the first two. I was still wanting to live it, and like when Clone Wars was over, I still just I, I didn't want to live. I I loved it, you know what I'm saying. And I found out there was a book called uh, Dark Disciples, and it has a couple characters from the Clone Wars, and then one of them is Ventress, and that's where we find out her end. And I was thoroughly enthralled, and it was the first audio book that I listened to ever. Okay, I think that I would like Ventress if I knew a little more about her. You will. And I, I'm sure I'll say from what you tell me after I get past season one, I'm sure I will. And not, not saying I dislike her. She's just not a character that really stood out to me, even though I knew when I saw her, there's going to be a fight. Sure. But that, that was pretty much what I knew about it. When I saw her, there's going to be a fight coming up. So what do you, what do you think about Dooku in this? That's what like, I was going to bring up. I've got yeah. a list of characters here. I'm crossing off. Oh, and that okay. was the next one. Okay. Cause yeah, we get a uh, lot think, more. He gets a lot more fleshed out during this. Like I always look, you know, you know me, I've been a Dooku defender, you know, forever but like like because i like him in attack of the clones and what little bit of revenge but this right here flushes him out which makes him a fucking awesome well-rounded character oh yeah uh you know with dooku i feel the same way i did with anakin and padme the animated version is much better than the than the movies now the difference is in the movies i thought that uh he was a great character too not that you know uh but but the, the the character in the show is awesome he is the definition of badass, calm all the time. You are not going to get this guy flustered. You're not going to. He's not going to show any emotion. He's not going to get upset. Like he is always calm, yeah. and it seems like he's always in control of whatever always he's doing. Perfect, calm, calculated, mm-hmm. cold, and yes, like you said, always, always in control. He Even when he was captured in that, I think, I think, the, I think the episodes. Yeah, I think the episode is uh, Dooku's capture or something like that. Yeah, the Dooku, Dooku captured. Yeah. Yeah. Even in that episode, he is a badass, and it's mm-hmm. it's actually cool to see him actually have to work with the Jedi in that episode because mm-hmm. the Jedi are captured too, and he has to work with well, Obi Wan and uh, and I Anakin. Remember, 
remember in uh, Attack of the Clones when he has uh, Obi-Wan strung up and he talks about how Qui-Gon was his Padawan and shit. You gotta remember, he looks at Obi-Wan pretty much like a grandson because Qui-Gon was like his son. Yeah. Yoda is like his father, you know what I'm saying? Because like they don't know their parent, you know what I'm saying? They don't know their lineages. They only know their masters and their masters' padawans and so on and so forth. So you gotta think like like in that episode, you know what I'm saying? Like that was like yeah, he's against them, but that was like his grandson also. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, hey, I'm gonna chase a squirrel real quick because we just brought out Obi One. Sure, so sure, sure. get getting a moving in or closing on a house in two weeks, hopefully thirteen days, hopefully. And if I do, we've already picked out a puppy to have for the house because my friend's dog just had puppies and he's going to give it to us a housewarming present. And we were going through names the other day with my daughters. And I, w- I told my like my wife was at work and I told my daughters, I showed them the picture and I was like, man, wouldn't Obi be a really cool name? And I, I was like, think about it. Come here, Obi, Obi. And they were like, oh, I love it. Obi's a great name. Well, this dog is like completely white but has one black spot on his back. And I said, look, it's got one spot on it. We should call it Obi One for the one spot because my girls don't know Obi One's from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They were like, "What a great idea!" <laughs> so I've got the girls convinced, and now that both the girls convinced, and I've already said it. You know, my wife really doesn't have the power to veto it. I guess. Well, let's put it this way: my wife does have the power to veto it. She's nice enough not to. Sure. But my new dog's name is going to be Obi One. And then I mentioned that to my friend, and he was like, "Dude, when he gets older, you can call him Old Ben." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, what a great idea!" You so, absolutely so, can. Yeah, so once he gets to be like ten years old, I can stop calling him Obi Wan. I can call him Old Ben. Like it's a, it's gonna be so awesome. I can't wait. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, that was a little sidebar. Obi Wan made me excited. So just you know, when you're gonna be playing with him. You're gonna be playing with him as he's growing up, and you're like, you know, you're gonna be just getting into it. You'd be like, "Oh, who's my little Kenobi?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, exactly. Your kids, are, yeah. your kids are like that. Like what, what? Kenobi? Who's Kenobi? Hey, you stop. I can have my own pet names for him, guys. I got this. <laughs> yeah, let me show you who Kenobi is, and I'll show him. Yeah, you think uh, I think my, better. I, I think my daughters would like Star Wars if I if I introduced to them. My, my actually, uh, my older one when the new ones came out, uh, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. you know, and of course Ray was a bigger character in there, and I guess in her school that was a big deal. You know, the, the female Jedi that was a really big character on screen. She wanted to. She was like, "Can we please watch this? Can we please watch this?" And I've tried a couple times, but you know, she's a teenager and her attention to detail or attention to really wanting something is basically on whatever's popular in the school at that point in time. So Whoa. I guess this is not as popular now. She doesn't really care to watch it now because we didn't watch it before. But. Gen X is, or Gen Z is also, uh, you, know, you got to <laughs> think of the YouTube life. Like they want everything in 10 minute, 10 minute intervals because right. they don't have attention spans. You go, and that's not, I'm not like taking a dig. That's like factually, like you, you look up statistics, like, you know what I'm saying? They're worse than dogs. They they get into something and they see something shiny. Ooh, what, ooh, ooh, what was that? You know what I'm saying? They don't have the attention span. So like I I, get does, it. I, t- does, I totally get it. They literally chase Joker squirrels like, like we're a dog. Dead. Chasing squirrels, yeah. But if <laughs> yeah. I, I'm chasing a car, but if I ever caught one, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gonna have a cool dog. Uh, gonna get my daughters in Star Wars one day. Mm-hmm. Let me talk to you about a character that I did not like every time I saw him on screen. Oh, and it was oh, funny oh, because. He was in the first episode, mm-hmm. and he was in the last episode, but not in anyone's in between that. Uh, zero. Ah. Uh, J- Jabba's, you Jabba's like uncle. Zero, baby. Yeah, I, I, zero, baby. I think <laughs> it probably was just because of the voice. Like, why would you choose such an annoying, stupid voice? And I'm sorry for anybody who sounds like that. <laughs> Why would you choose such an annoying, stupid I, voice for the character? I can't. And that believe, speaks I, English. I can't remember the 
there's an actor that talks like they like they were kind of doing an impression of, and I do believe if the legends are to be believed, like that was a George Lucas influence, because like it was to be really? to, like an homage to an actor that he liked or something like. Now that could just be an urban legend. I could be completely making that up, or the people that I heard it from, but I swear that I've heard that. But oh yeah, you, you you just wait. You got you get you get a little bit of zero here, sprinkle a little zero here, a little zero there. Oh, it's not. It's not. No 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 no. It's not much. Like I said, out of six seasons, he's barely a blip on the radar. But you'll you remember zero when you see him. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. Do you know the names or uh, any specific episodes that were some of your favorites from the first season? Ah, uh, dude. Um, or just battle, what they're about. You don't know the names. The battle, the the the, the three episode arc, of the battle and liberation of Ryloth. Whoa, dude! Like that yes. is towards towards the end. You know what I'm saying? And I, maybe that's just because it's fresh in my mind. But like, the liberation and the battle for Ryloth was like like that is straight up war at its best. You know what I'm saying? Like that felt like a war. The gunships trying to land on Ryloth and just get picked off out of the sky. Every one of our characters. Every one of our heroes, their gunships got picked off and hit the ground. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan's fucked up. Keati Mundy's out there limping, barely being able to get his guys through a hole. But the bed, like, he can't. That's the only good place he's got to go. And he's troopers are getting picked off. You know what I'm saying? Anakin, he's all half-wrapped up and beat up, and he's got a soak out there. And they're about in the best shape, but they're pinned down under the heaviest fire. Like, that felt like real, like real war and real stakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing goes as planned. Mm-hmm. Nothing goes as planned, and when everything fucking falls apart, you got to be quick on your feet and make a new fucking plan and be ready for that one to fall apart and make another plan. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I love that one, man. I, I Good. No, you're right. Go ahead. See what you can say. I was going to say, I really like the uh, the Blue Virus episodes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. And, well, that's and it, a good, good Padme-Ahsoka um, bonding, really. Right. I, I think that's why I liked it so much because it really focused on those characters so much, and it showed their um, what's the word I'm looking for? Their desire, their will. What the what's the word? The, the resolution. <gasps> that's what. Yeah. Okay. It just showed how devoted they were to their job. They were willing to die mm-hmm. to save that planet. Uh, okay. Be- before I forget, can we talk about it? it? Was like in the first ten bunch of ten episodes. Plo Koon and his fucking Star Destroyer goes down, and him and three clones escape an escape pod. Do you remember the episode I'm talking about? And they go, they're they're in and it's like maybe the fourth or fifth episode. Like his, like Plo Koon, Master Plo's Star Destroyer gets uh, shot down by one of Greaves. It the, he shoots out an energy ball, and the fucking ship, like every bit of it's like an EMP pretty much, and the ship has no electricity, and then they blow the ship up. Well. Him and three clones escaped in a pod, and they're floating out there. And Dooku mm-hmm. sends out the fucking pod hunter or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. do you remember what the pod hunter is and what his focus is? It is, to go, it is to go and search with – it's got two droids on it, and it's like a fucking fork on the front of it. And it is to drive out into space debris and find escape pods with alive clones in it. And fucking grab it and oh, smashes the front of it off and sucks them out into space to death. Mm-hmm. What? And and the, and the droids fuck? make a joke about it like yes, like it's nothing. Yes, you know. And then Master Plo's got to go out there and he's got dude like, 
Like, what the... F- like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this show... Yeah. This, like, it is some of the best wars in all of Star Wars. And I, I I will continue to say that. Like, this... I know people, had, if they got to pick out of the two, like, Rebels, there's a lot of people like, oh, I love Rebels. I love the Clone Wars. I love the bonding. I love... I just... I love it. Like, it's, this is my era. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. We talk about the droids. Uh, I guess they call them clankers a yeah, lot in the this. Clankers. And And I... You know, I know in the movies uh, that they, they portray them to be really stupid, but in the show, I just feel like they portray them to be, be complete morons, and they have <laughs> they have too much personality for a droid, in my opinion. Well, like, there's, there's no there's way an episode. It's there's an episode at the end of at the, oh, that that Ryloff one where the um, mm-hmm. the, uh, the one of the, the the battalions walking up and they pick up the heads of one of the clone troopers and they go. This is one of the old models. It was self-singled. They don't have upgrades like us to be independent thinkers like us. And the one goes, Roger, 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 Roger. And that's the joke that they say they're independent thinkers. Then they all say Roger, Roger. Ah, okay. So so they did say okay. in story that these ones are uh, a little more free will, you know? Okay. That makes sense. Uh, what do you think about Jar Jar? Uh, I think he's only, like, seriously... Featured in one episode in season one. Uh, two two episodes, and I will tell you that like Jar Jar gets better with the series as well. Because right now, like he still felt okay. like Jar Jar. You know what I'm saying? Like he still felt like Jar Jar. And don't get me wrong, he always feels like Jar Jar. But like this felt like Phantom Menace Jar Jar. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, well, like, he... sick... no, good. Go ahead. No, finish your thought off. No, I was just I was just gonna say like he's he's in there and like you can see he serves his purpose, but he does get better. And I will say that like towards season three and four they get Ahmed Best back to do the voice, so he sounds exactly okay. like Jar Jar because Jar Jar does his voice. You know what I'm saying? Ahmed Best does his voice again. Oh yeah. Well, I'm on IMDb right now, man. I'm sitting here looking at these different just the, the list of episodes, just so I can have a. And you know what the highest rated episodes are? Is Hostage Crisis the very last one, which I want to talk about here in a minute? Mm-hmm. Um, Innocence of Ryle, uh, Ryloth, which is an yes. awesome episode. Trespass is rated an eight. Uh, then the Innocence of Ryloth is rated an eight. Hostage Crisis is an eight point one. The highest episode is um, Layer of Grievous at eight point three. Mm-hmm. And then the it's only other ones one. that are above an eight, yeah, it is a good one. Only the ones above an eight is Trespass. And let's see. I think that's the only eight. Everything else is seven uh, something or below. Okay. Well, you know, um, on those episodes of Ryloth, you know how Mace Windu has to get the uh, the rebel leader to the, for the Twi'leks to help, right? Hmm. Do you remember what the rebel uh, rebel leader's name is? I don't. That is General uh, something Sindula of the Rebels. And you notice that little girl he picks up at the very end of that last episode of that three episodes? That is a mm-hmm. very young Hera Syndulla. Fast forward, she is the captain of the ghost ship and is the star of Rebels. Oh, okay. Okay. See, that's what I mean. Well, that's pretty Dave, cool. Dave I know just, the, just from you. Well, Dave Filoni is the king. Like I said, he's the king of these little characters that you've seen one time. Like I said, we saw her one time in the shit. When they were coming up for the Counts of the Rebels, he said, I went, uh, like, you know, uh, in the first season of the Clown Wars, we had this guy who was a rebel leader, and he picked up his daughter. How about how about she's the commander of this shit? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, holy shit, how does mm-hmm. he think of this shit? 
because that's a connection you would never make unless you've seen both series. But that is little Harrison Dula, and she would, like they don't even say her name in it. You know what I'm saying? He just picks her up like that's his little girl or whatever. But we know because we've seen Rebels that she grows up to be Harrison Dula, captain of the ghost ship, and you know what I'm saying, helps start the rebellion. Hmm. Okay, that's pretty cool. It is so crazy how they tie all this stuff into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a well-written universe. Mm-hmm. But, um, let's see. I had one more thing written down, but I've got my notes are terrible, so I want to find it somewhere. Uh, hashtag it's actually all connected. You know what I'm saying? That's what I've been <laughs> saying about it, Star it Wars. It, it is all connected for sure. Uh, I know I'm about, about to season two. What do you think about Yoda? This Yoda, because we get Yoda, to see Yoda is only in really action. prominent. Yeah, but only in like one or two episodes. He's not really sure. that prominent in the sure. first season. Um, but but I imagine he will get more. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm but, looking at episodes and names, trying to think of what the, I'm trying to remember all of them. Like Defenders of the Peace. Uh, about. Hmm. What are we gonna say? Uh, well, what do you think? What'd you think about the last episode with Cad Bane in there? The old fucking the old bounty hunter Cad Bane. You know, that was what I want to talk to you about. Yeah, that was what I want to talk to you about was Cad Bane. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I know when I was watching, uh, I, I somehow watched it out of order. I think I was on like episode fourteen or fifteen, and somehow I watched the last episode on accident and didn't realize it. Okay, and then had to and, go back and finish the Ryloff. Shit. Yeah, then I had to go back and finish that, and then yeah, I, yeah and then I realized that oops, I'd watched the wrong episode again. Right. Um, because because I kind of thought of it, and I was like, wow, this is a real. I know you told me that it kind of jumps around, but this is nothing about what the last episode was about. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I liked him. I think he's an awesome character. He is a badass, mm-hmm. and he's got a badass team with him. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, th- those guys. I mean, they landed on Coruscant, and just. Took down the took, took down the the, the the landing dock the ship or the deck. Uh, they haven't nope. introduced him yet, but Imbo Imbo ends up running over, and he's one of the coolest fucking bounty. You'll know him and towards the end, but like Cad Bane, like he's one of the coolest looking guys that they've introduced. And like yeah. I would love it, I would love it if he crossed over into the main movies, like in the Mandalorian or something. We could see Cad Bane running around. I'd be like, that's the shit. That would be cool. Old Avatar cowboy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like it. Like with his breathers huh. that go on his cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude, I'm so glad you got me watching this series. And I'm definitely going to, you know, as you said, February is when season seven comes out. I'm definitely yeah. going to be done or caught up by then. Hopefully by then I'll uh, watch some of Rebels, too, because I know as soon as I get done with this, I'm going to go straight into Rebels. Right. And well, then I... Rebels... Rebels does close out some some because at the time they didn't know they would ever get Clone Wars back. This was before the streaming service, so Rebels does okay. tie up a few of the loose strings and loose ends that were left dangling with the abrupt canceling of uh, Clone Wars. So I will say that. Well, you know, all I got to do is I got to finish this and finish Rebels, and then uh, read you know sixty five books, and I'm caught up with you and Katie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, I've only got to read 65, 500-page books, and I'm caught up with y'all. Exactly. So I have You're a problem right reading stuff that doesn't have pictures, though. I'm Comic telling you, the guy. Star Wars audiobooks, though, they're, they're really good. Yeah, but they I'm cost I'm telling you, if you, need, you need to read that Thrawn or listen to that the Thrawn, the new canon Thrawn trilogy. It is phenomenal. Yeah, Katie talks about that all the time. must be pretty good mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty and good you'll stuff, see but... Thrawn in Rebels, too, so wouldn't hurt to get okay. a little primer on that. 
would you recommend it? Like, does it? Do I need to? I read up no, you don't. You don't need them, but I love them. Like it, that was my first. The very first Thrawn book for the new canon was my very first introduction to him, and I love that book. I've listened to it three times, like just because I love the way that character is and the way they depict him and the way he he rises to prominence. You know what I'm saying? Like just it's 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 really good, really good. I I love that new mm. Thrawn trilogy. Okay. I'm definitely gonna check it out, man. You, you guys have definitely sparked my uh, my Kyber crystal, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I'm ready to build my own lightsaber now because, I mean, I was a star, huge Star Wars fan before, but you know, like I told you before, my Star Wars knowledge was just basically what's in the movies and then the little bit of stuff I'd read here and there outside of, you know, uh, the the movies themselves. Right. I have a couple friends who are really big Star Wars fans, and the, the they're very happy that I'm watching this too. Like I said, my friend Ross, he's one of the biggest Star Wars fans I know. <laughs> and I know as soon as I started talking about watching Clone Wars, he's always told Manny to watch it. As soon as I started talking about it, I know he was excited. <laughs> so, well, yeah, he's got somebody he can talk to about. You know, he, he can chat with you. Well, what's funny is I didn't even tell you that I was starting to watch it. I remember I just sent you the mm-hmm. the like I didn't tell you that I was going to. I was like, I'm gonna surprise him. And yeah. I watched episode one, or no, I watched the uh, the, the, the movie. You asked, yeah. you asked, you said, should I start episode one or do I need to watch the movie? And me and Katie both stopped you. And yeah. like, wait, 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 don't hit play, don't hit play. Watch the movie first. <laughs> right. Yep. Which is awesome. Awesome that I got good get, That's how you get introduced part. to Ahsoka. You know what I'm saying? That's why you, you got to get introductions. You know, people will tell you to skip that movie, but I say fuck that because you get to see Yoda out in the field commanding some clone troops, and you get to see the very beginnings of Ahsoka and Anakin back when she still called him Sky Guy, and that's where she gets the nickname Snips from because she was just a snippy little a-hole when he first met her. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you hear Anakin, he calls her Snips all the time. And that's because in the Clone Wars movie, she was a snippy a-hole calling him Sky Guy and shit. Yeah, I thought that that was, was kind of crazy. Where's the snips come from? That's what I just said, because she was a snippy asshole. Like, that's uh, her okay. nickname. Sorry. Because, I was, like I said, because she was I, calling him Sky Guy and shit. Like, she was a snippy, like, she thought she was so funny, you know what I'm saying? Sorry, I got sidetracked because I just got an alert from IGN. Jason Momoa has seen the Snyder Cut and thinks the public needs to see it. Yeah, he said that's been going trend. That's been going all day. Oh, it just said three hours ago for me. Mm-hmm. My my phone's slow. I guess. Well, not all day, but this early afternoon this evening. Not here. Uh, but yeah, yeah there's, man. There's an interview or something, and he said that yeah, they brought it up, and it was a saw. You know, he said, "Yeah, I've seen it." Exists. Oh, he's always they need to see it. He's yeah. always talking about this. Yeah, Travis Snail. I can't. You know, that's what I was. T- that's what I was telling you, Mr. Travis <laughs> Snail, that uh, it's starting to gain momentum out there in the traction because a lot more people are bringing it up, and you know, mainly it like is. your memos and stuff. It is. But, I still think we'll never yes. see it in theaters. No, we even though I'd never. love to. I think never. he's right about that. If we ever see it, we won't see it in theaters. But well, we just went from Star Wars to Justice League like that. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> sorry. So, so got sorry. sidetracked. That's sorry. Sorry. Yeah. But no, man, uh, you got anything else to say about Clone Wars Season 1, man? Because uh, I'm uh, loving it. I'm, I'm super excited to, to go ahead and dive into Season 2. I've got, what, five more seasons to watch now? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A lot, lot of uh, stuff to watch. Luckily, with 30-minute episodes, yeah. I can knock those out real quick. And you've got so much more greatness. and like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, it just gets better. But the animation gets better every time. And it just each season looks better than the last. And the character development and growth and... I just can't wait to keep talking one by one. Like I said, just because you started it over and the little stuff you were talking to me offline, like I started it over and I just finished season one not too long ago. I started season two and 
you know, I'm like two or three episodes into season two just because it made me want to watch over again. Yeah. You know, one thing I did think was cool that uh, just if we're going to make a couple little last point about Star- Clone Wars here is is uh, it shows Anakin's vulnerability mm-hmm. in this series because there are a few times where he probably should have died and probably would have if somebody didn't save him. Like, he's out cold. He's mm-hmm. done. You know, uh, and uh, you don't really get that in the movies. In the movies, they just portray him to be the baddest motherfucker in the world. And he, he is one of them. Mm-hmm. But at some point in time, he you know, he is going he to get... He was still learning. Right. So... Before he was a master. Exactly. Actually, he, he, never, he never made master, did he? Never made master. Yeah, he went straight from, yeah, okay. Yeah, because we let you sit on the but yeah, man. but um, we, do not grant you, we do not grant you rank of master. That's right, that's right. That that was why he was so pissed off. That was that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I can't believe exactly. it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah, man, um, like I said, watching Clone Wars, loving it. Uh, if anybody's listening to this and you haven't watched Clone Wars yet, I'd recommend it. Great show. Especially if you're a Star Wars fan. Yeah, if you're a Star Wars fan. I've, I was always been a Star Wars fan, but this really opened my eyes to a lot of different stuff. It's got some great characters in there. It's got um, a lot of things you wouldn't think about in the movies that area, oh. that explains the Ooh. movies or gives you a, a better feel for the characters in the movies. One thing one thing I want to ask you is like we were talking about the clone troopers, and I know in season one there's an episode where uh, they find out that they have a mole, and it is a clone trooper. You remember oh, yeah. that episode? And and mm. uh, the yeah. Jedi leave. The ambush, and I think was the name of it, right? Rex and Cody, Commander Cody and Captain Rex had to figure it out, and they find out it's one of their friends, Slick. And what is he saying there? You guys need to wake up. You're slaves. You're born and bred just to die for these Republicans. He's like, I'll have something you'll never have, and that's freedom. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm. they already show you the seeds of, like, not everybody is... You know what I'm saying? Like that's this is season one, and that was like in the middle of the season they brought that episode in there, where there was a traitor in there, yeah. and like these guys had to go against their brother, and it was one of their friends. Like I said, it was, you know, I mean he was the commander of one of their battalion, you know, one of their little, whatever the fuck you call him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, another thing they brought up about the clone uh, troopers was they, I know there, I can't remember what episode it was, where they're mentioning how uh, the the separatists are, are, are you know killing a lot of clone troopers to the point where they're having to bring. New clone troopers Russian. in before their training is completed. Yeah, which may be why future stormtroopers are so dumb and can't well, fight or shoot. Pal- Palpatine retires most of them, and like I said, right. you'll get to you'll get to an arc in like season five where uh, they straight up call out like the Kaminoans talk to the Senate and the Republic or like the Jedi or something, and they straight up say we are running out of useful genetic material of Jango Fett. Because you can only clone of a clone of a clone so many times. Eventually, when you meet 99, you'll know what I'm talking about. But eventually, you, the copies okay. don't come out good. You know what I'm saying? And Jango Fett's DNA okay. is gone. So by the time we get to A New Hope, those are not clone troopers anymore. Those are recruits. Those are Imperial recruits. Okay. You know, one person we didn't talk about was Palpatine. Yeah. What did you think about Palpatine in this? In this, uh, clone? I mean, he, you don't get a whole lot of him in he's the first. He's still season. a Phantom Menace in this because he plays yeah. one side. Like you'll see him as Palpatine a little bit here and there, and then you see the Dark Lord a little bit here and there. You know what I mean? Wait, wait. Palpatine's the Phantom Menace. I thought the Phantom Menace was referring to Darth Maul. No. No. Oh wow. I, like I told you, I'm wrong all the time. Wait, are you so, serious? Are you, you no, I, I really did. I, I, I thought that was referring to 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 because he was the menace of that movie. No, Pal- Palpatine is the Phantom Menace. The well, because he was the puppet pulling the strings behind the. He's the, he's the Phantom. You don't see him pulling the. Str- he orchestrated the war. 
and like the Trade Federation doing the the blockade on fucking Naboo. Like he did all that so he could raise his star in the in the Senate. Like he started putting his plans okay. into motion to crush the Jedi and to become the supreme ruler. Yes, Palpatine is the Phantom Menace. You could see me right now making that mind blown hand gesture. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. It's like it's like when you hear a word <laughs> or you hear the meaning of a word and you thought your whole life it was this and then you find yeah. out what it really is and you're like, Holy crap, I can't believe I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I feel like right now. <laughs> like, you know, dirty deeds done dirt cheap people. Some people thought it was, you know, like dirty deeds and dunder chief. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah. all about what you hear. Sometimes yeah. how you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Agreed. But yeah, man, that that's Clone Wars season one in a wrap. I know that when we do, when I get some season two, we'll probably talk season two. I know that uh, Chris and Travis and Katie, they'll probably want to get on. They're they're guests on the show quite often, and they're honestly other cast members as well. We we, we there are invitations every week. It just depends on if they can make it or not. We only charge them five dollars. That's right. Five dollars well, at a time to appear on here, you know, and that's it. Yeah, and we'll dock their pay when they don't show up. So, sure, sure. You know, sure. But, uh, now, now they owe us money from tonight. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But uh, now we're looking forward to having them on again in the future. I'm sure I think next week we'll have them on. We're going to do another commentary episode. But, uh, yeah, man, Clone Wars Season 2. I'm I'm psyched about it. I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm glad I finally got it under my belt. Right. But, well, like I said, you have so, if you like Season 1, like you have no idea like some of the some of the greatness coming towards you. And I'm not trying to, like, oversell it, but... Like I said, I'll stand by the statement that some of the best Star Wars in all of the Star Wars universes in Clone Wars. Now it's not; it doesn't beat out yeah. all the movies, but some of the best shit you will ever see is in the Clone Wars. Okay, I I, I probably I can't really argue with that because it's it is really really interesting. Like I said, the fleshing out the characters is really really cool. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of questions answered, and like I said, I think some of the actors in the animated series are better than the actual actors in the real movies. But uh, but yeah, man. Uh, Chris was telling me the same thing, that if I like this episode, or if I like this season, it just gets better from here on out. Right. Yeah, man, uh, if you got nothing else to say, dude, we'll go ahead and start to wrap it up, because uh, we've gone through the whole docket on the night, you know? It's uh, surprisingly, with just the dynamic duo, we're at about two and a half hours right now. Of course, after editing, probably closer to about two, but yeah, um, pretty good show, man. Had some really good stuff going on, and uh, I'm super ready to get on to next week and watch some more Clone Wars. So... Nathan, you got anything else to say tonight, buddy? Uh, I do not. I do not. Uh, I had a great time uh, chit-chatting the wars, and it was kind of nice, just you and I. And Like I said, I look forward to more Titans and to see what the fuck Watchmen's going to bring us. And We're so close to man. Like we just, we're, we're in a great time for uh, content and stuff, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it, and I'm glad we've got all oh, this yeah. stuff to just dive into and devote, you know what I mean? And I can't wait till you know, next week we'll get to watch the Return of the Jedi and who knows what who yeah. who knows what old nuggets of information we'll get from here to now you know on whatever maybe whether it be a Green Lantern series or whatever. Oh yeah, it's just a, it's, oh, it's yeah. a nice agree, time man. to be a nerd. It definitely is, man. Well, you know, whenever we have to make a list of content and then we have to knock stuff off to talk sure. about because we have to shorten down the show, you know, it's good that we have so sure. much content. We have to okay, we'll talk about this next week and we'll talk about this next week because it's just so much stuff out there, man. It's insane, but. Uh, yeah, man, it's yep. been a been a great evening. I'm gonna get off here, and I've still got eight minutes Me left too. in my Lakers game to to watch them beat the Mavs here. So we'll see what happens. But um, man, let's go ahead and sign off. Uh, Nathan, yep. where can they find you, at, buddy? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at wobblyboots85. 
And uh, for me, you can find me at the Bat Daddy Fifty Two. Uh, you can find the show at SCS Podcast One on Twitter, or you can email the show at SCS Podcast One at yahoo.com. Uh, folks, if you like football or want to see me live, I do a live show on YouTube with uh, my boys Chris and Cody and Cody, or not Chris, sorry, uh, um, Tony and Cody and Cody. Uh, and uh, on Tuesdays, we do a live Panther show, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Carolina Panthers fans, we all are, and we also do a show on Sundays after the game. So check us out, give us a rating, give us a review, get in the chat room, talk to us. But for this show also, give us a review, let us know what you think, give us some ideas, answer some or ask us some questions. We'd love to have fan interaction, and we'll respond back to you as quickly as possible. So Nathan's the knowledgeable one. I'm just the one who kind of works stuff out. So. <laughs> But I'm going to go ahead and get out of here, man. Uh, I hope yeah. everybody has a great evening. Nathan and I will talk to you probably a little bit later after you watch Titans, I'm sure. Right. So, uh, all right. Uh, Till next, next week. Till next week. May the force be with you. Yeah.